Why, hello, Matthew here. Got a quick announcement for you. Before we kick this episode off, I would like to speak on behalf of everyone at the farthest reaches when I say that we were blown away by all of the incredible emails that we were sent and made tonight's show possible. We hope you enjoy hearing them just as much as we had reading them. The team at TFR can't thank you enough for being a part of this crazy journey with us. This podcast is officially a year old now, and we're so happy for what it has become and for what's in store. One last thing. We will be traveling through dimensions for some time off next week, so don't expect any episodes. We have some surprises happening in the near future and can't wait to unveil them. And now, the moment we've all been waiting for. Please enjoy our bonus Spooktober episode, Listener Tales. Hear stories of the unknown, tales of the twisted and terrible that have been silenced. The strange and the transcendent, riddles, secrets. As your guides, we will take you on an expedition where the curtain between worlds is torn. This is the farthest reaches. Apple app. Fuck. <laughs> Play the intro. <laughs> what the hell happened to you? Is that a stroke? I don't know. Happy, happy Halloween, guys. Oh Jesus. God. We had one shot of that. That is, oh, we, I crunched the numbers I mean, in our budget, in. and that is all we had. Yeah, I think we have to let you go now. <laughs> the exit's right there. Bye. Happy Halloween, you stupid bastards. <laughs> I think you're the stupid bastard. <laughs> no, I never said I wasn't. Oh, fuck. And when, when we say we're going to let you go, it's not like you're getting fired. Like, we're going to drive you out to a field in the middle of nowhere and just toss you Dude, out there. Dude, you guys please? The old-fashioned really cool. way. Yeah. God, yeah. going to been kind of exile you, that. banish you. Oh, please? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm here for it. Actually, we're gonna take you and tie you to a tree post and just put put it on the back of a horse, right? Isn't that what they used to do? Uh, yeah. Or we can just get a bunch of horses and quarter them. Ooh, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, I'll get yeah, taller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. Mm, <laughs> I don't know. Depends if your uh your body parts stay together. Then I guess you could technically be taller. Well, do you know some people go to like China and get like budget leg surgery where they'll go and they'll like literally cut the person's legs in half and then put a steel rod in there so they can be like two inches taller. Hi, yeah. Listen, when you guys see that I go to China like next year <laughs> when it's safe to travel, uh, don't think anything of it. I'll still when, look down on you. Say when he comes back and he's taller than Matt. <laughs> oh, oh, but he's all legs. He's like, all legs. He, he keeps, a little torso, like, yeah. like six feet of legs. Yeah, he keeps those proportions. Just the legs are now like a foot longer. Oh, I think God. that'd be pretty cool. I think we could do an episode about him at this by that point. <laughs> Essentially just make me Slenderman. Hey, people, Hello. People do that when they go into space, dude. And welcome. They grow. To the farthest reaches. Okay, sorry. Yeah, welcome <laughs> no, to the farthest fine. reaches. Yeah, disregard your story. Oh, no, you could have kept going. Oh, I kind of did. I kind of ended it. Yeah, oh, people so just go into space and then they get taller by a couple inches. Anyway, welcome to the farthest reaches. That's why you're asking me where I where you could find a rocket, Josh. Nice. Shut up. So today is 
the Halloween spooktacular bonus Ooh! episode. Beautiful. The <laughs> harmony. Something special is in the air tonight. Listen to them. The <laughs> children of the night. What music they make. The fuck did Tim Allen come in? Fucking, I, I feel like that could be mistaken for a werewolf. If it was late at night, his neighbor hear that, he'd be like, mm. huh? Werewolves of London. <laughs> but yes, you heard us right. Today listener is the Halloween tales. spooktacular Spooktoberfest of Listener Tales. Goddamn, I'm excited tales. for this episode. I got Josh to the right of me. Hello. I got Matthew to the left. Hello. And I'm stuck in the middle. I'm Brady. Nah, ah. it's all applied. Yeah. That was really, that was really clever. I, can you believe I came up with that? Like you, in the span of as I was saying. You're it? the meat in our man sandwich. You know what? That's exactly where I want to be. <laughs> so yeah, you heard uh-huh. us right. Listener tales. You, you people, you glorious people. So many emails. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for everybody that actually sent us the email. We actually got a lot of really good you tales. R- round of applause. Yeah. It actually, this is for you. This is for you listening. It, it actually let us know that people actually listen. <laughs> Far more people than I actually imagine listen to us, which is kind of terrifying when I think about it. Oh, you think so? <laughs> yeah. I was almost thinking about sending my own email if no one else would send one and just, you know, using an anonymous oh, name. Oh, that's what happened. He sent like 18 of his own emails. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be reading these and be like, wow, I feel like I've heard this story from yeah, somewhere. This, this Matthew. Is, wow. Every written. every one of this, every one of our emails, they all have friends, Josh and Brady. Like, what the fuck does this mean? What is this? This is, this is just... And then, and then this guy, it's James and Brandon. Like it's just a bunch of J's and B's. It's weird. <laughs> Listen, just just don't be uh don't be sad if you a missed pussy? out. No, I was saying don't be sad if you missed out and didn't oh, get okay, your sorry. email in in time. If this goes well and you send us in some more, maybe we'll do another listener episode, maybe in a month or two. How's that sound? Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, I mean, uh, you guys don't have to send us these emails just when we ask you to. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't have to be strictly, you know, just like ghost stories. Like if you've had an encounter, like what you think is a UFO, send it. If you've had a cryptid encounter, if you have touched Bigfoot's dick, I want to hear about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bigfoot erotica. Mm. Mm. Or you can be like that guy from that OSQ episode where he found a pile of poop on an anthill and said that has to be a Sasquatch. <laughs> termite you know. hill. Yeah. Termite yeah, hill. Termite. Okay, sorry, sorry. Forgive me, but. But but <laughs> but that's where poop comes from. That's how it's related, you know. Yeah, that yeah, yeah the poop. Yeah, that's because you but, know the termite hill. Yeah, yeah. See, oh, before oh. before we get into anything, we should go ahead and go through the uh, rigmarole of you know what you should find us on Apple Podcast and leave us a review. In fact, ooh, go ahead check s- the reviews while I say the farthest reaches on Facebook and Instagram, TFR Pod Official on Twitter, and of course the farthest reaches podcast at Gmail. Send us your stories. In fact, I, I want, if something bizarre and paranormal happens to you, I want you to immediately run to your email, to whatever web browser you have, pull out your phone, and start typing exactly what happened to you and send it to us in real time. Can you live tweet your abduction Ooh. to us? That would be pretty sweet. That just would be saying. badass. That'd be awesome. Imagine someone just sitting there. It's kind of like just a frontal of them, and they're like gripping the chair, and they're like, I am currently being jacked off right now by something <laughs> I can't see. I don't know what's happening here. Yeah, that's the only reason the aliens are coming down to visit us. They want our sperm and eggs. Like creating cool. an army. 
nothing yet. But uh, if you leave us a <laughs> review, no, no reviews. <laughs> but if you leave us a review, you see, you guys sent plenty of emails. You haven't went in and reviewed. Maybe you don't have an Apple device of some kind. But Good. you can also leave us reviews on Facebook, I believe, too. Yes, you can. Yes, you you can. Got a couple of those. So you know what? Leave us reviews on Facebook, on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us on Spotify and wherever else podcasts are found. That would be great too. Because honestly, the more reviews we get the more likely we are to be shown to like other uh, systems and like the lists and all that. Yeah. So, I mean, it really helps us more out. More likely really to be does. recommended. Exactly. Yeah. And plus that's more, uh, more listener stories. We have the potential to tap into. So that'd be cool too. God, mm-hmm. I, I just want our first like international story. God, that'd be cool. It'll mean it, like, it'll come mean like an email that hits internationally. No, like an email from like another country. No, he wants somebody oh, to unless, unless we got one that I missed. He wants somebody to drive by the studio and throw like a Rosetta Stone through the window and we have to translate the story. <laughs> oh man, that'd be cool. Speaking of Rosetta Stones in the story. I have a pocket Bible in my car. Why? I got it as a uh Christmas gift last year. It was like a white Chris or white elephant kind of gift. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sorry, it just hit me when he said Rosetta Stone and I was like, oh pocket. What do you plan on doing with that? Uh I don't know. It just sits in the back seat of my car. So when people, if a vampire comes by, you're, yeah, you're, you're yeah, well prepared. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If a demon tries to fuck somebody up and gets them to the wrong well, house and then tries your... to make an escape, he can't get in that car. Yeah, you know, when I get pulled over and be like, no officer, I'm a cool Christian boy. Look, I got my Bible in my car. I, I just want you to know though, that all Hyundais are actually blessed coming off the manufacturing <laughs> lines. You, you cannot manufacture guarantee. You cannot get a demon or ghost or spirit of any kind to follow you inside. Of is any that, in the, is that in the manual? That is in the manual. It's on page huh. 126. Oh, no. Well, okay. What about Pontiac people? No, they're screwed. Actually, I think they put I think they put goat's blood on it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's extra. It's extra cursed, man. Oh jeez. Uh, oh jeez. Maybe we should uh, hop right on into it. Well, yeah, we have I believe about eighteen emails to get into, or sixteen, Woo! something like that. Sixteen, we're not eighteen very, emails. We're not very good with the numbers. Yep. Uh, we got some from people we don't know, people we do know. I got some from a, a family member. You know. Um, yeah, I guess I'll take the first crack at this and just dive on into it. So our first email comes from Dominique DeLeon, and uh, she starts it off by saying, So, my dumbass sent us the wrong email back in February. Maybe you guys can use it for our listener tale episode. Ooh. Now, I Farthest do want to say... Um, at gmail.com. Yes, <laughs> don't forget the podcast. Um, I will say, Dominique, she's the one that made the prayer candles that I showed you guys. Ooh, oh, like okay, really, really okay. dope prayer candles that has an amazing art with uh, different cryptids on it. She has her own store. Um, definitely check her out on Instagram and everything. She's the fucking phenomenal artist. Josh dropping the plug. There you go, man. I'm going to buy one right after this episode. The listeners should, too. Use referral code TFR. No. <laughs> There's no referral code. So it goes, hey, guys, fan of the podcast and friend of Josh. I wanted to write in with my ghost story. Wait, is that the ghost story that she's friends with Josh? It could be. Moving on to the next one. Brady, you're up. (laughs) (laughs) So this took place in Santa Cruz, California in 2011. This was when the ghost hunting shows were at their peak, and I was watching them every weekend. My mom, knowing that I was interested in the paranormal, bought me a book called Supernatural Santa Cruz, which detailed all of the local legends and paranormal hotspots in the area. I have a couple of the Cincinnati paranormal books that you can buy. Yeah, I, I've seen them at like Barnes and Noble and like your local library and stuff yep. like that. It's just the paranormal equivalent of like the Hollywood Stars map, right? It's like, oh, that's where uh, Tom Cruise's house is. Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> so one haunting in particular caught my eye as the location was a short walk from my boyfriend at the time's house. To sum up the story of the haunting, a man named Andrew Jack Sloan 
was murdered in the gulch and now haunts the area, particularly around the anniversary of his death. I have included photos of the story of, uh, of it if you want to read all of the sightings. I somehow ended up convincing my boyfriend to go snoop around the gulch with me on the anniversary of Jack's death. Around 8 p.m. we set out. Armed with a camera and flashlight, we had ventured into the gulch trails. I thought for a minute she was going to say armed with a cannon. <laughs> I was like, damn! <laughs> we knew this area really well, especially my boyfriend. The area is super close to our school, and we would go sometimes walk through the gulch to get home after class or meet up with other friends and walk the trails. Sounds like something I would do. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd do it today. <laughs> yeah, you do. I see your posts on Facebook all the time. Yep. As we walked the familiar trails, I was snapping photos with a small camera. I got lots of floating orbs, but I knew that they were all bugs or dust kicked up from the trail. We kept the flashlight off as to make the mood more spooky. I like a logical thinker. That's usually yeah. what fucking orbs are. Thank yes. you. We walked a bit further, and we saw the silhouette of a man walking back and forth across the trail in front of us. My boyfriend and I looked at one another. The first thing that came to my head was that this was a guy who was just out walking his dog. As you do. Sure. Yeah, especially like if you're waiting for your dog to, to use the bathroom, man. Sometimes you're walking all over when you're taking your dog out. So, hey. Yeah. We couldn't make out any details. I pulled out my camera and my flashlight. Without thinking how rude it would be to snap a photo of a stranger, I hit the button and the trail ahead of us lit up for just a moment. Not half a second later, I clicked on the flashlight and the figure was gone. We didn't hear a sound. He was there one second, and the next, he was gone. The two of us continued down the trail where he had just seen the figure. There was nothing. I kept trying to press my boyfriend to talk to me about it. He did tell me that he saw it, but refused to answer any more of my questions. I don't know what we saw that night. It could have just been a trick of the light, of the two of us just being scared of the story we had read. But it was strange. The fact that we both experienced it makes it more real. Attached is the photo in question. Ooh. While there is no man in the photo, there is a strange mass that is being lit up that wasn't there that night. It's very different from all the orbs on the photos. I managed to dig up the photo and do some tweaking to make the mass more visible. I'm not sure if the man not showing up in the photo makes me feel better or worse, but that's my story. Matt, have you pulled up the photo yet? Yeah, I got him. It's, it's definitely intriguing. Yeah, there's... It looks like there's definitely some kind of like solid mass in that photo. Now, are you talking about it's that subtle kind the of the silhouette, photo with the right? orbs? Yeah, it's the photo yeah. where she has it circled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's there's definitely like a solid mass that looks to me like a person. And it and like she said too, the fact that her and her boyfriend at the time both experienced it and like reacted at the same time that also kind of signifies that there is at least somebody there. Yeah, there was there was at least an element to this that was grounded in reality for sure. Right? Yeah, maybe, I mean, that's kind of the feeling you get, right? Yeah. I mean, hell, maybe it was like SpongeBob when he thought someone was following him and he turns around and he goes, it sounds like someone's <laughs> trying to sell me something. <laughs> he's just standing there. He's like, Menis I, menacingly. He's like, I told you he was on to us. I just want to take another look at it real quick. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean. Well, and even like the oh, zoomed out version too, you can almost see it even better in a way. Like one part of me wants to say maybe it's just the grass. But in the end, I have no idea. Yeah, because you can see what looks like, I guess, like bushes of some kind or something along yeah. the side. But that's like right in the middle of the trail. 
that's the thing that's good because that's why I thought yeah. at first like, well, hey, that's just like one of those bushes. Of course, you know, I would think the the person telling the story they would know, you know, and that's yeah, being exactly, in that situation. Exactly. So I'm not I'm not questioning that. Well, yeah. But then I look, it's right in the middle of the trail. It's like, well, there wouldn't be a bush. There wouldn't be anything there. Well, yeah, you know and if what you I mean? look at where the, like the rest of the trail, the rest of the trail is all beaten down and everything. Did, too, she, so, did yeah. she did she give us permission to to post this or can we ask her for that? Um, she didn't. I can always send her a message and. I'm sure she wouldn't mind, but yeah, I'll send her a message. Um, I mean, by the time this is out, I'm sure we'll already gotten permission and it'll be uploaded, but yeah, I will try to get this up on the, uh, on the Facebook and the Instagram. Yeah. Whatever that mass is, it almost looks like it's either like leaving the trail Mm -hmm. or perhaps going right onto the trail. See what I mean there? Cause it's so close. Yeah. Yeah. It almost looks like it's kind of like turned, right? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Or like it's turned, like it's. Yeah, it, you know it almost to me looks like it's turning, like a like it's already away from her, but yeah. it's turning even more. Yeah, kind of like one shoulders up, one shoulders a little more down. Well, good thinking, pulling out your uh, your camera there and taking the photo because yeah, most people don't fucking do that. Yeah, no. I mean, and I like the fact that you know she's logical about what it could be. Yeah, the possibilities, and you know. Kind of warms my heart to hear other people go, yeah, mo- most orbs are dust and bugs. Because, well, l- l- God, yeah. fucking Christ, I hear that so often. Like, oh, there's an orb. I'm like, you're walking in a dirty-ass building. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait till the next 17 stories are about orbs now, Josh. Good job. <laughs> uh, you just yeah. pissed somebody off. <laughs> now, she she also did include um, pictures of the book that she got. Oh, from like the... And I, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and just read the tale. Of what okay, I talked yeah. about, uh, yeah. of uh, Slender, what's his man? Slenderman, is that his name? Slenderman. Whoever yeah, the fuck right, this guy yeah. was. <laughs> so yeah, supernatural Santa Cruz. Nestled in the heart of Santa Cruz is the stunning Arana Gulch. It has been known to be haunted for decades by the ghost of Jack Sloan, who was murdered on the old Arana Bridge on the evening of July 25th, 1865. The tall and slender Jack Sloan has been seen on many occasions wearing a long, dark overcoat and wide-brimmed hat. Ooh, ooh! The, the 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 hat, the hat entity, the shadow people, hat entity, that, that know, thing, that, that is guy. When, 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 that's when very talk- synonymous with like uh, sleep paralysis too. Mm-hmm. Yep. When she was talking about the <clears throat> like the mass and like the, the like the outline, the silhouette of the figure, that's actually what I was like initially thinking. Like, oh, it almost sounds like a shadow person. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? It goes on to say a man who was a member of the coroner's jury who investigated the killing of Sloan said that was what he was wearing when he died. Mm. Sloan is known to appear on the anniversary of his death and has been reported by several eyewitnesses who spoke to SC Sentinel reporters on July 25, 1895, 30 years to the day. A woman and her daughter were driving in their buggy to town when an apparition ran right out in front of their car and then vanished into thin air. Their description of the spirit and how it was dressed made them believe it was the ghost of Jack Sloan. The second reported sighting was in 1913 by a large family who had been living at the Gulch at that time. The children came home to tell their mother about their new friend, quote-unquote, that they met in the Gulch that day. They also gave the exact description of Sloan. When he was 90, one of the children from that occurrence verified the ghost story and said that his sister also saw Jack Sloan on several other locations. Excuse me, occasions. When a family from out of town's car overheated, they claimed that a tall, thin stranger dressed heavily in a dark overcoat came out from the bushes of the gulch and poured water in their radiator from the creek. Hey. A uh, ghost mechanic. Hey, I got this uh I got this water bottle. I'm just gonna help you out here. Don't mind me. Oh dude, my truck at work overheated one time 
and I wasn't anywhere near the branch. So I just pulled over, got one of the cases of water off my truck. I wrote it on a piece of paper as waste and just popped the hood and just started dumping a whole 24 case of water back into my radiator. So I thought it, you were going to tell me a ghost came and peed in your radiator. Nope. So it'd cool down and I can get back to work and then be like, fuck it. You guys deal with this truck. Good, good ghost story, Matt. There was no ghost. <laughs> it was really spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when the driver took the crank out and started cranking the automobile, the stranger faded back into the bushes to the driver's surprise. Goodbye. <laughs> a group of five boys in 1953 also encountered the spirit late one night. The Boy Scouts observed the apparition, quote, gliding as it merged with the woods, end quote. The last sighting of Jack Sloan was recent, when a couple that lives along the gulch came forward with their story. They said they often saw Sloan crossing their deck at night in front of their sliding glass door generally with a low-lying fog. That's creepy as fuck. Everything surrounding this Jack Sloan is creepy. I had never heard of Jack Sloan, to be honest. Well, it's like every every town and city in America yeah. has stories like these. It's like every house seems to have its own ghost story. True. Yeah, I mean, they're... they're a lot of people have died. It's Yeah, a, a remarkable <laughs> number of people have died in history. <laughs> <laughs> So that does it for Dominique. Thank you, Dominique, for sending that yeah, in. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Round of applause. Man. Round of applause. We'll do that after every story. Everyone. It would be so annoying. So um, I wanted to look it up just so I didn't get it wrong, but to plug Dominique's website where you can check out her art and like the little prayer candles that I talked about, it's Dominique DeLong, uh, DeLeon, sorry. So Dominique, then D-E-L-E-O-N.com. Check it out. Check her out on Instagram, Facebook. Super rad person. So yeah, this next one is from Clarissa and Brady. All righty. I'll pass the baton to you, buddy. All right, and this comes from listener Clarissa. My story begins when I was 10 years old. My parents bought a home in Northeast Philadelphia. It was, it was a cute house, a row home to be exact. They got the house dirt cheap, apparently, and was a fixer-upper, my mom told me. My parents took me and my brother to go look at the house for the first time, and I was really excited because I finally got my own room. I walked around with my brother exploring the house, and I noticed there was a hole and some brownish staining as well. A glory hole? <laughs> some brownish staining as well on the wall in the living room. I asked my mom, what is this? She then proceeded to tell me a guy lived here before we bought the house. I actually knew him, and he was my friend when I was younger. He killed himself in the living room, shot himself in the head. This is the mark from the gunshot. And then Prince she, she writes, uh, pretty morbid, right? Yeah, I have to agree. That's Good pretty Lord. morbid. See, there's another thing about getting a house that's a fixer-upper. And, like, when you do fix it up, it, like, causes, like, a disturbance. Sure, yeah. And enti- entities thing like, do not like that. It was the way that it was. You yeah. Know, exactly. They're like, like leave it, it alone. I say, wow. She told you that when you were 10. Wow. <laughs> the same, <laughs> man. She's a straight shooter with you. Um, Ernie, my stepdad, was a construction worker, so he fixed up houses all the time. Uh, my mom kept reassuring me that Ernie will fix the house all up and make it pretty and brand new. Make it look pretty and brand new. I, of course, was freaked out. I thought it was weird and strange, but at the same time excited to move and have my own room. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, of course. In a few weeks, we moved in. I even made a few friends in the neighborhood, which was rare for me because everyone always thought I was weird. Fast forward about mood. six months into... <laughs> what did you say? I said mood. <laughs> Fast forward about six months into living at the house, some strange things started to happen. I would always hear someone calling my name, and I would yell, What? To my mom. <laughs> To my mom, what, thinking, she, <laughs> thinking she was calling me from downstairs. I would go downstairs, ask my mom why she kept calling my name, and she would and she would say that she wasn't. 
I would ask my brother and even check outside to see if anyone was calling my name outside and it was no one. I got a bit freaked out uh, from that, but kept telling myself, maybe you're hearing things. You know, naturally, you're kind of questioning, you know, what's happening to you. That's what I, I totally would do. understand that, yeah. On Fridays, we always had family night and we would eat snacks and watch a movie and then go to bed. Usually, I would just say goodnight to my parents and go to uh, my room myself. Like any other Friday, that's what I did. I always had a nightlight on my nightstand because I could never sleep in the dark. I remember not being able to fall asleep and kept tossing and turning. I looked at my door and someone was standing there. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> Josh, use your holy water. Josh, holy water now. Why on me again? <laughs> Motherfucker. So I, I looked at my doorway and someone was standing there. I said, Ernie, did you come to say goodnight? Ernie, you never ba- do Ernie that. Ball with guitar strings? Yeah, Ernie Ball. Hell yeah. Right. Thanks, dude. And uh, <laughs> you know, so did you come to say goodnight? You never do that. I didn't get an answer. I kept looking at the figure standing there completely still. It was a tall person, and I could even see slightly <laughs> I could even see slightly what he or she was wearing. A flannel shirt and jeans. For some reason I tried so hard to see its face, but it was all black. I started to get really scared and I knew it wasn't Ernie, and I started to feel a sudden rush of panic in my chest. I asked, Who are you? my voice shaking and my body feeling stiff as a board. No answer again. I closed my eyes really tight and kept whispering, go away, go away, go away. I opened my eyes and it was gone. Damn. <laughs> May I tell you what? Ghosts have really good timing when you close your eyes. They just know. Get out of there right that moment. Go on, get. It's like Batman. Yeah, she's 10 at this time, like right? Velociraptor. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> she's 10 at this time, right? Yes. Yeah. 10 years old. 10 Ooh. years old at the time. Uh, the next morning, I told my mom what had happened. Uh, my mom, thankfully, is a very spiritual person. Asked me a lot of questions. And we that talked is about something it. you do not see very often. I feel like usually parents are like, just shut up. Oh, it's just, yeah, yeah. You're Go just imagining your things. Legos. It's just in your head. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of that brush aside sort of mentality. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, maybe it was a spirit or maybe you were just seeing shadows because you were tired. I got freaked out, of course, and it made me not want to sleep in that room anymore. Naturally. I'd be yep. pretty freaked out if that had happened to me. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. The next night, I was scared to sleep in my room, but at the same time, I was oddly curious if he or she would be back. I decided to sleep in my room, even though I was really scared. I kept trying to force my eyes closed to try to fall asleep, and as soon as I turned around to look at my door, it was there again. Oh, my gosh. My stomach did that flip-flop feeling like when you're on a roller coaster. I felt a rush of panic and fear. I kept thinking, who is this, and why do they keep coming to my room? I asked for it to come closer, and it just... Stayed there, standing still with no movement. Man, you are you, you are Jesus brave. Right, <laughs> come over here, mayor. Mayor, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I then asked it again, "Who are you?" No answer again. I, I kept closing my eyes to see if it would go away, and maybe it was my eyes playing tricks on me. But nope, it didn't go away. Maybe you needed to ask different questions. Maybe we should be like, "Hey." You need anything to eat? Yeah, you need so something you to drink? Hungry, you need, you're thirsty, you need... See, like, like, the constant closing my eyes, hoping it would disappear, I always have, like, that fear, and, like, you know, the typical, like, jump scares in movies where, like, you close your eyes and all of a sudden it's, like, running at you. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. that at all. Yeah, no. No, not, not really. I wouldn't enjoy that either. I'd pee <laughs> just a little bit. And just pure rage. Just pee yourself in pure rage. Yeah, and panic. as I'm screaming. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm, wow. <laughs> so I kept closing my eyes to see if it would go away. Maybe it was my eyes playing tricks on me. Did it? Did it? Did it? But nope, it didn't go away. Oh, my God. I eventually turned over to face the other side of my room. I peeked over my shoulder to the doorway to see if it went away. And there was no. And it was now inside my room. Uh, uh, yeah, no, fuck that. Nope, this is my safe place. Please leave. <laughs> I could see it better. Ooh. Or should I say him? I could uh-huh. see him better. 
I turned over and kept looking at him. He was dark like a shadow, but I could see what he was wearing slightly. Grimace. And even that he had hair that went to his shoulders. But for some reason... That's me. <laughs> That's Brandon. It's, it's Brandon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's Brandon it's in Brandon. the past life. He's doing that, uh, oh, what's that, what's that called? Uh, astral projecting. He was astral projecting. Oh my projecting God, what if she time, was man. just seeing like a, like into the future? That's exactly what it was, I think. Whoa. But, Whoa. For, but for some reason, I never ever could make out his face. He was standing at the end of my bed and I was in such shock and I felt paralyzed. I pulled the blankets over my head like a typical scared kid would and just kept saying, go away. I pulled the blanket down to him even closer to my bed. Oh, he's standing closer to your bed. Okay. And then I asked, what is your name? Panicking and saying, go away. I got no answer. I closed my eyes really tight and squeezing my blanket with my hands. I look again and he's now sitting on my bed by my feet. Dude. Oh my gosh. No, fuck this. I got cold chills. This is like straight out of a horror movie. Oh I my goodness. I felt like I was going to throw up. I didn't know what to do or, what, or sorry, what to, what to do, what to say, or even what to think. I kept looking at him, trying to make out his face. I could see some facial hair, but it was shadowy. For the first time ever, I saw him move. He placed his dark, shadowy hand where my feet were. Yeah, I got cold chills. Wow. All right. <laughs> was he warm? Was he cold? Uh, you're does it say? Cold. You're yes, and you're. <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. I kept, thinking, I kept thinking, does he want to kill me? What does he want? I was almost crying at this point. I pulled the blankets over my head and began crying, screaming, leave me alone. Dude, for a 10-year-old? She has quite the mind to it's remember pretty, this. This is incredible. I'd say this is a pretty traumatic experience. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. I pulled the blanket down to look once again, and uh, he was gone. Huh. I ran to my parents' room where both were passed out sleeping. No big deal. I ended up sneaking into my brother's room and slept in there for the rest of the night. The next morning, I told my mom what had happened, almost crying and utterly exhausted from lack of sleep. She tried to calm me down and said, how about you try to draw him? I actually thought this was a good idea so I could show her what he looked like. I drew him as best as I could and showed my mom. She sat there looking at the drawing with really no expression. She brought out a picture of her with a few friends. She said, does any of these people look like the, the man you've been seeing? And without a question, there he was. It looked just like him, really tall with shoulder length hair, a flannel, blue jeans. And this time I got to see his face. And this he did have some facial hair. This is a fucking movie. I freaked out and pointed to him, my stomach almost feeling twist, all twisted up. My mom said, that's Vinny. He's the one who used to live here. He was mommy's friend, and I'm not sure he is. Or sorry, and I'm sure he is not trying to harm you. Vinny, or even like scare my you. cousin Vinny. It's a great movie. Joe <laughs> Pesci, man. Say like Joe. Pe you know what? That'd be that'd be a pretty adventurous experience being haunted by oh Joe Pesci. My that, ghost that would be awesome. I would watch a movie called My Ghost Was Joe Pesci. <laughs> my Ghost Was Joe Pesci. <laughs> sorry. So my mom said that's Vinny. He's the one who used to live here. He was mommy's friend, and I'm sure he's not trying to harm you or even scare you. Just ask him to go away, and if he keeps coming, or ask him to go away if he keeps coming back. I was very freaked out, but at the same time, I was relieved. I felt like I finally had a name for this figure. For a long time, he would always be standing there at my bedroom doorway. Oh my gosh, this kept happening. I got so used to it, I started to say goodnight, Vinny, before falling asleep. Mm. I never understood why I didn't see him at any other time of the day or even at any other locations in the house. The only thing I could come up with is that maybe my room was once his room. I moved out of that house when I was 12 years old. I saw him in my room sometimes every night, and sometimes weeks would go by and I wouldn't see him at all. When I was moving out, I left the drawing of him in the corner of my empty room. I said goodbye, and I'll remember him. To this day, these memories stick with me and have forever made me believe that there is something after death. The end. So the realtor Ooh. who sold that house walked in, did like a little walk around, and found a 
creepy ass drawing of a figure in the corner and just went. Yeah, if I right. was, yeah, say if I was the realtor, I'd be pretty uh pretty creeped out <laughs> if yeah, I found so that. So first off, I just want to say, Clarissa, I fucking love your writing style. Like that was phenomenal. Yeah, like storytelling. I was and along for the ride. Absolutely, fucking just goddamn. Yeah, I, a... I think it's safe to say that house is probably still on the market. I Did you know? It, I don't think anyone's bought that yet. Do you know in some states? I, I don't know which states they are, or it might be only one state. Wisconsin. That realtors have to disclose that the house is haunted. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't remember what state it there is. There are some states are some where, world, like, yeah. if somebody's died there, they do have to disclose it. Yeah, well, I think that. I think that's like. I think that might be pretty universal. Yeah, but there's something specific, and I'm, you know, I don't know it off the top of my head, but I know I've seen something where in some state, I guess a house can be registered as haunted, or like it has to be disclosed. No, if you're it's right. Supposedly yeah. haunted. I've looked into that recently, but I can't remember where. Yeah. Holy so, shit. Yeah. What a. What a what a tale there. Yeah, like, that is that, unreal. I legit got cold chills during that. Like, fuck, man. It means somebody walked over your grave. Mm. I've never heard that one before. Are you serious? No. Have you never seen Tombstone? Or... I don't know. I just hear from my parents because they're old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I know it's a line from an old uh, Western movie. An older Western movie with well, uh, Val well, Kilmer. Well, I guess that, that is, is Tombstone. Tombstone. Yeah, that is Tombstone. I think it is. Yeah, yeah I think it is. Because he, he dies of, uh, what's he died from? TB or something or oh there we go we can't make it one episode without talking about well I don't know if it's TB I can't remember but I think you it said is. I think he's the whole time so, but so. he's like a sharpshooter in that movie or something yeah yeah good but movie Clarissa thanks for your uh, submission yeah that was awesome we're we're not doing that we're I'm doing it okay, fuck bye. you unlike you I appreciate our listeners I appreciate our listeners I said it first I said it last Josh go yep so this one actually came from a uh, one of my friends on instagram oh this is the person that can't follow instructions yes because <laughs> i made a post on uh, instagram just being like hey you know we're looking for listener tales yeah. and you know, send us a uh email if you have a story or whatever yeah. but instead they send me a message whatever some people don't follow right. the rules but we'll let it slide he's a renegade right yes or, or she i don't know <laughs> so the tale goes as followed i used to sleep with the radio on when i was young i couldn't sleep without it on the day my uncle passed, I woke up at 2.20 a.m. I heard on the radio that there was a motorcycle accident, and right away I thought, oh my god, that's my uncle. He just died. I kept hearing the house phone ring. It was going crazy, but it was 3.04 a.m. I just figured it was my brother's girlfriend. Why is she calling at 3.04 in the morning? The house phone. Because the uncle died? No, that, I mean... <laughs> she Spoiler! Said, no, she said she thought it was her brother's girlfriend. Like, let these people sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Maybe this was the people. time before the uh, four cell phones or something, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> My mom got out of the shower and turned on the ringer to the phone. Apparently, it was turned off. I'm the only one who heard a phone ringing. Ooh. Because Ooh. my brother's girlfriend would always call late. Turns out it was family calling to let us know about my uncle's passing. Oh, how did Matt I hear the? It. How did I hear the phone ringing when it was off? How did I know my uncle passed in December after my uncle passed away? I thought I saw his quote-unquote spirit or whatever. I spent the night at my aunt's house. I was sleeping downstairs on her sofa. I woke up around 2.20 a.m. I looked over at the Christmas tree, and I thought I saw my uncle walking towards me. He was in a motorcycle accident in October at 2.20 a.m., and during his crash, he had broken his foot. This figure, his foot was all messed up, so wasn't necessarily walking. I don't believe in ghosts, spirits, or any of that stuff. First and last time I've ever seen anything. Three years later, it was August, my grandma was sick in the hospital, I was getting my first tattoo. It was a little past noon, and I look at my ex-husband, 
And I tell him, my grandma just died. <laughs> Jesus, that's fucking heavy to just drop on somebody. Just out of, just, yeah, just out of nowhere. right? Just like out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, hey. He looked at me. How do you know? <clears throat> so s- she's a clairvoyant. It sounds like it. He looked at me. How do you know? I see I had a missed call from my mother. I called her back and she tells me, your grandma died 15 minutes ago. The exact time I had told my ex. She used, yeah, Jesus Christ. Is it only me or like, since we don't, well, I don't know about you, Josh, but you and I, Brady, I don't think we probably, I mean, we keep in touch with our parents, but probably not like every day. Like obviously we did 10 years ago. Sure. Not every but single day. No. When you get a call from them, doesn't your heart almost like sink every time? Any, I always, anytime like I get a call from like any yeah. family member, cause most of my family member just text me. If same, anything. Same. So as yeah, soon yeah, as yeah, I yeah. get a phone call, I'm like, I'm like, Fuck. Oh God, what's going I know, on? I feel like something's going <laughs> what's on. What's going on? No, yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Same with, I bet how she's feeling right now when her mom's calling. That's why I bring it up. Two years ago in January, I had just picked up my mother from work. We were on our way to get dinner. Same thing. I looked at her and I tell her, her cousin just died. Holy Dude, no one hang around this woman. (laughs) (laughs) She's kind of like a banshee in a way. But instead of screaming, she's just like... Instead of screaming, I'm just going to tell you. Somebody you love This loved, loved died. one just died. Yeah. yeah, yeah. we're having dinner. i got to use my indoor voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got a phone call right as I said that from, from the brother what? of her cousin informing us he had just passed. After that cousin passed, I tell my mother that my biological dad is next. He passed away a year later in March. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. What the fuck? Is she like the harbinger of doom? Jesus Christ. I don't know. Oh, God. She knows we exist. That means if she ever thinks about this podcast, one of us could die. Unfriend her. Unfriend her now. (laughs) Say block her on all platforms. Sever all ties. God damn. I will say, I I actually had a moment like that. It was really bizarre. I was going out on a backpacking trip with some friends. We were uh, were going out to Colorado, and we all loaded up in a van and drove from- Down to the river? Down to the river. From Ohio out to Colorado, like in one stretch, just like straight shot. And, you know, when you're in a van for like 20 plus hours, you just kind of talk about anything and everything, right? I don't remember why. I think I, I played a stupid game with my friends where we just come up with like make made up scenarios like who would win uh, a billion lions or the sun like just stupid oh, shit yeah, like yeah. that. Oh yeah. So I, I think I said something about uh, it was who who would win between in a fight between so and so and Muhammad Ali. And then I looked at him for a minute. I'm like, is Muhammad Ali still alive? And then literally the very next day, Muhammad Ali has died. I'm like, oh god, what have I done? God damn it, Brady. Brady. I know. That's How my could fault. You do I'm that. sorry. Son of a bitch. But yeah, just sorry when you were talking about that, you know, since I had to make everything about myself, that's that's instantly what came well, to mind. Well, but still, it's that's like bizarre the, though. Well, it's like the story I told about my grandma. I think I said it on one of our last episodes where I was talking oh, about yeah. my grandma working out in the garden and she had got like a sister or a picture of her sister like flashed in front of her face. Mm-hmm. And like maybe an hour later, she got a call saying that her sister had passed away. So it's it's shit like that that's just so crazy to me. I wonder if it's something Ugh. like that for the the listener. You know, I mean, they didn't really it, say anything about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's possible. I mean, you just kind of get that feeling. Yeah. I mean, there was one time I was dating a girl, and like we were just kind of cuddling on the couch, and all of a sudden she kind of like shot up and like had this like weird like look on her face, and I was like, "What's up?" And she was like, "I have to make a call." And she runs off. She's back on her phone. Like, I could tell that she was shaking. She was like, I don't know why. I just got, like, this real sudden feeling that something was wrong with a family member. And she's like, my grandma's in the hospital. I was like, oh, all right. Well, fuck. 
And I feel like it's one of those cases, like, when you're really close with certain people, because you hear about that all the time with, like, uh, especially, like, parents or uh, brothers and sisters that have siblings or sons and daughters in, like, the military. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, you hear the war stories, like, back from, like, World War One and Two, where they talk about, like, they got a feeling that, you know, something I happened. I got a feeling. Yes. Wow. Like, they would get a feeling <laughs> of, like, somebody dying, so way to ruin that, Matthew. Yeah, say so that we had this nice heavy moment going, and then this guy hey, right gosh, here some drops some the black-eyed peas. Some sort of light on it. <laughs> but, guy. yeah, like, it's one of those things, like, I believe that, you know, you kind of have that kind of connection with people. Well, and I wonder, part of it is, maybe, you know, obviously you can't speak to all circumstances, but I wonder, so your mind is, like, subconsciously paying attention to things that you consciously aren't thinking about. Like, they're very subtle things. It's kind of like... Uh, when you can kind of have that sense of like something being off, but you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And then you find out what it is. You know, sometimes sometimes you're able to find out what it is after like looking into it for a while, right? Yeah. So I wonder if you, when you have close relationships like that with certain people, and you know, I don't know what this person's particular relationships were any of those people were like, but I know it's a, com- like you're saying, it's a really common thing for that to happen to pe- people where they'll yeah. be like, oh, I can tell something's wrong. I wonder if it's just like, part of it might be noticing subtle changes and like frequency of interaction with people. Like, Oh, this person, you know, hasn't talked to me as much lately. Like, I wonder if they're okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, that's yeah. a really blatant example, but like, there's also like the, the concept of like, uh, what we talked about some, t- one of the times we were talking about like, uh, hauntings and things that can cause people to feel that feeling of dread. Yeah. And there are like certain frequencies. It's like literally the force. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. 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 They're like, yeah, they're like, like for the example, like there's certain like vibrational frequencies that can happen in structures and maybe that, and that, that causes people to feel really uncomfortable. I wonder if it's something like that, where there are things kind of outside of our perceivable, you know, or at least standardly perceivable methods of sensing things yeah. that maybe we pick up on. It's possible. And I mean, you know, talking about brothers and sisters, you also hear about this kind of shit with uh, twins a lot too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know. It's weird, man. It's like this weird I don't know, almost common kind of energy thing you sure. share with relatives. Yeah. Yeah. And when there's a disturbance in it. A disturbance in the force. Yeah. Because, I mean, how I've just one more little tale about this. Like, I've gotten a call from my dad who, like, I mean, nothing had happened to me, but, like, I guess he kind of, like, woke woke up from a dream or whatever and had, like, a dream that, like, I got in a really bad car wreck or whatever. And it, like, scared him enough and was, like, realistic enough. Like, he was just like, fuck. Because he called me and he's like, are you all right? And I'm just like... Yeah, I'm good. I'm just <laughs> I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm just sitting here, and he was just like, "All right." He's like, "I'm just making sure," because I just had a very vivid dream that you got mangled in a car wreck, and I was like, "Well, no, but now I'm afraid to go drive." Yeah, <laughs> anyone that's listening, never have to uh, call a loved one for any certain reason. Just check up on them, see how they're doing. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right, I'm gonna go on to the next uh, email here, and actually comes from Ben. Ben, we all know. Oh, pro- super producer Ben? Super producer Ben. Yeah, and oh. if you uh, wonder who super producer Ben, uh, what episode was that that Pavilia. he was in on? Pavilia. Oh, yeah, Pavilia Island. Yeah. Oh, it was Pavilia. Yeah. You we can... had a very special uh, on-site guest that yeah. episode. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can hear him just romping around in the background. It's the best way to put it. Yeah. yeah. He's, he likes to say, sure, yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we actually actually keep him up chained in the basement where we record he, but we usually put a gag in his mouth so you can't hear him we just forgot to gag him that yeah, day shut up, ben. ben shut up do you two need to go deal with him i can continue go ahead and tell the story uh, josh yeah. and i will right, I'll, I'll get on it <laughs> so he goes hey guys if you guys run out of ghost stories to tell you can use mine god damn tr- it ben i said shut up <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story 
and one of the scariest things I ever experienced. How many times we can teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> when I was about 11 or 12, we moved in with my mom's boyfriend at the time. He was kind of a redneck who lived out in the middle of nowhere. Super cool and laid back guy, though. And I shit you not, his name was Jonathan Davis. Anyway, we lived in a house. <laughs> anyway, we lived in a house right next to acres of trees on the top of a small hill. At the bottom of the hill was John's barn. The barn had been constructed within a year before us moving there. So there was new siding and still some building materials strewn about. This barn always gave me the creeps. Anytime I was alone in it, I felt like I was being watched. Sometimes to the point to where I'd look behind me seeing if there was anyone there. There were two. Somebody's watching me. I got no privacy. (laughs) (laughs) There were two instances that convinced me that something strange was going on. The first occurrence. There was a tall walnut tree that grew in front of the barn. It had to be about 25 feet tall. For those who don't know, walnuts off the tree don't look the way they do in stores. They have a thick outer leather that grows green and darkens to black over time until they finally fall from the tree in autumn. I was standing under the tree on a chilly day, taking the walnuts from the ground and throwing them at the walnuts that had yet to drop. Obviously, like you do. Like you do. <laughs> Obviously, there wasn't much going on that far out in the sticks. Ha ha. Yes, the ha ha is there. Oh, man. Anyway, after knocking a couple of them down, I felt I had accomplished enough for the day and walked back up to the house. <laughs> a hard day's work. <laughs> Walked to the barn like some sort of tavern, you know, in the Middle Ages, looking for a quest to do. Ah, I just need you to take those walnuts and just smack them at those yeah, other I was walnuts. Say, that's like one of those, like, man, I just finished this game. I want to. That's see like the first mission. It 100%. Yeah, so yeah. you have to do like the little side quest. That's the first mission in like RuneScape. Don't yeah. come back till we're off the tree, boy. Once I got back to the porch, I felt compelled to look back. As soon as I did, about 10 walnuts fall from the tree. Air completely still around me. No rational reason for them to fall at all. It's been like some sort of psychic. Use like telekinesis to... Oh, don't tell me that. Now I'm scared of the guy. Right, I think your head's going to explode now. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God, it's scanners. Uh, That's weird. Maybe, the, maybe it is a ghost. Maybe he has horrible aim. Little ghost squirrels just... Ghost squirrels. They're like, let me show you what I can do. So the second occurrence. So a few weeks go by, and I'm still creeped out by that experience. I'm in my room, mowing it over in my head, trying to convince myself it was just a coincidence when my mom says someone left the barn light on again. This has been a reoccurring event. Could be due to negligent kids. Who knows? Either way, she tells me to go down and turn off the light. Reluctantly, I get my coat on and step out onto the porch. On my way down the hill, I'm psyching myself up. You're right, Brady. You are fucking right. <laughs> I know. You know. <laughs> he says, because I'm terrified of what could be waiting for me. The barn has two entrances. One sliding door that allows John to use the barn as a garage, and one regular door to the side that has the light switch just inside it. In order to reach the light switch, you have to enter the barn. As I approach the barn, I tell myself there's nothing to worry about and to just get in and get out. Don't sit around waiting for something to happen, because then you'll just freak out. I take a deep breath, grab the door handle, and open the door. Once inside, I reach for the light switch, and for some reason, glance over to John's yellow F-150. And I saw corn performing live, and I ran away (laughs) screaming. (laughs) 
No, no, please don't! <laughs> One of the best fucking breakdowns in the world. Just as I do, the truck rocks. Not a small rock by any means. It was as if someone was on the opposite side of the truck and tried to flip it over, but just didn't have the strength. When the truck comes a-rockin', don't come a-knockin'. I flipped the switch and fucking bolted back up to the house. Uh, yeah. Sounds like Ben's being haunted by the Incredible Hulk. Who <laughs> <laughs> just really hated walnuts the first yeah, he time. shook the trees like, I'll show you to get acorns get, uh, off a tree, son. Walnuts, what, what do you say? <laughs> acorns, walnuts, Pears. whatever. Pears. Pears. Okay. <laughs> the only thing I could think is that I'm going to beat my brother's ass. He was always trying to scare me with shit like this. I got into the house and told my mom that Patrick was trying to scare me again, and I'm sick of it. Classic. I'm really glad that he like followed it up why he was going to kick his brother's ass. <laughs> yeah, at first, I was like, what? He just got so scared. He's like, I gotta <laughs> kick your ass. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> she replied, Patrick's been in his room since dinner. Still to this day, I have no explanation for what happened that night. Badass raccoon. I was completely alone. Literally thought the same thing. But I knew I wasn't. Only thing I know for sure is I never went in that fucking barn again. <laughs> and then he concludes with fuck that shit. <laughs> As you do. I feel that. I feel that. If something similar had happened to me, I, I would have felt the same way as a kid. Yeah, you know, I mean, to make something like an F-150, because, I mean, those are pretty decent-sized trucks, and, I mean, to make it rock really it's hard. It's a Ford. It's, well, it, it's a Ford, yeah, it's but... Probably just a fat-ass raccoon. Why are you scared of raccoons, Ben? It was Matt. It was me. It was Matt, yeah. I just fell into it. My body <laughs> oh, weight shipped the whole fucking truck over to one side. <laughs> Fuck! I will say, uh, when I was making the joke about the girl squirrels and the you know, causing the fucking walnuts to fall... The only reason I made that joke is um, one of the last times I went hiking because um, for some, whatever reason, I was just like, whatever, I'm going to go hiking. And I had uh, one of my AirPods in and I'm walking and like I keep hearing like what sounds like rustling behind me through my other ear. And I'm like, mm, what yeah. the fuck? And it was one of those instances where like it stopped every time that like I stopped. So it was kind of weird. And then finally I, I heard more shit falling from the trees and I look up and I'll, here's just a bunch of little fucking squirrels running through the trees. Just Causing shit to fucking drop and scaring the fucking shit out of me. Did you fight them? I did. Did you like <laughs> ten, 10 on one fighting did, squirrels? Did they, did they kick your ass and take you in as one of them? Yeah, you want to see the bite marks? Is it on your ass? Is it on your nutsack? Nipples, but... Dude, that's cool. <laughs> you have squirrel powers? Yeah, I'm squirrel, man. <laughs> Got bit by a radioactive squirrel. If you have squirrel powers, what is it that you can do? Like just run on trees? And uh, electrical wires. And get getting... electrocuted? Eat nuts? Yeah, I'm really good at collecting nuts. Brady's like, I got the perfect fucking answer. <laughs> I got uh, a zinger. It's weird though that Ben's story. I mean, he doesn't he never sees anything, he never feels anything. He just witnesses movement, almost it, like yeah. this is just a big old bitch. Uh, oh <laughs> no, I'm oh, just kidding. Oh, wait, just, like Brady's wait. psychic powers. I mean, maybe yeah. he moved the truck. Yeah, maybe. Dude. Oh my god, are you Magneto? Yeah, I think you have telekinesis, Ooh, yeah, bro. Because walnuts are magnetic. All right, maybe All right, hold should, on, or, or he's dealing with the predator. Assuming he's... Oh, don't fucking say that. But they didn't attack him because he didn't have a weapon. That's true. Ooh. Maybe it tried to attack him with the walnuts because he had a walnut and it thought it was a weapon. And then the predator, I don't know, had the, 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 the runt of the group predators and couldn't throw a walnut back. So it just kind of shook the whole fucking tree in anger. Ooh. Ben, if, you have, <laughs> if you're a psychic and have telekinesis... Text and me you can sense this right, right now. now. No. Possess my body and make me punch Matt as hard in the face as possible. 
and then oh god, it's and then, happening! And then oh make no! Matt deflect ah! it. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Thanks, Ben. Very cool. No more emails for you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, none for me or none? No more from Ben. You. Oh, Brady. Cool. I don't have to read anymore. Nope. <laughs> I don't even know how to read. Just kidding, Brady. All right. This next story comes from Shelby. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was me trying to cheer. That, that was cheering? Yeah. All right, you, Matt. You cheer. Yeah. Please read. Here we go. My father traveled a ton when I was younger, so my mother and I would be home by ourselves for days at a time. I was about 12 years old. It would still get spooked when my dad was gone, so I'd sleep in my mother's room until he got home especially after finding out the man who built our house died before he could finish it for his wife. And then Prince oh, she, she writes, why? <laughs> yeah, man, why weren't you out there working just a little bit harder? You could have got it done. Why are you being so selfish? Yeah, if you didn't always come back in and then yeah, just sit in the chair oh, and watch television. For like two hours, then wake up. And drink Bud again. Light. Yeah, how dare you? God damn it. I know, this This could have, none of this could have happened. But then we wouldn't, have a, then we wouldn't have a listener email, though. So, men. 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 They men, disgust men. me. We already did that joke. I'm not doing that joke again. That's fine. We don't have to. Two and a half men again. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the story. Sorry, Shelby. Um, we had an alarm system that would chirp a few times every time a door opened. There were alarm pads by the garage door and in the master bedroom to set and control the system. It was around 9, 10 p.m. Uh, my mom took the dog downstairs to go outside before bed. I heard her walk down the steps, open the back door with a beep, 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 and the alarm pad sounded, and and then <laughs> beep, shut the back beep. door. Yeah, it's I'm, a song. As a beep, beep, beep. Dictator is written. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. We're all scatting now. Beep, right? beep, Richie. <laughs> there you go. I was watching TV upstairs in bed. About 30 seconds after I heard her shut the back door and go outside, I heard the door open once again. Ew. I heard the alarm chirp. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. Read it. <laughs> Dictated is written. And saw the light change on the alarm pad on the wall, indicating oh. that the back door was open. Okay. Then, no, 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 no. I don't like this shit. And then the back door shut. I uh, don't like that even more. I then heard the basement door inside the house toward the kitchen open and then shut. Yep, nope, really don't like This thing's lost. The basement <laughs> stairs are wood, so they're really loud. Oh, God. You know, I found this really incre incredible thing, just a side note here. There's like this uh, dojo or something in Japan where a long time ago when they constructed it, they made the wood creak at certain distances and different pitches because so they, they thought like the ninjas would come in and kill like the dojo master or whatever you, you would say. Sure. Whatever you would call them. Yeah. But like they would, they would train on site and they would learn that wherever they creaked, that they would know exactly yeah. where a ninja would be. Do you be think that's at. what's happening here, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that's the that was, only reason I bring it up. It's like the nightingale floors or something like that. That was super interesting. That's fascinating. I'm really glad you, you shared it. You know it, the it class. is. You know it is. You're looking it up right now. I can see it in the reflection of the television. I literally just have all the emails open. Damn, you got me. I thought that was OnlyFans on this. What? What is that? Pornhub? I then heard the basement door inside the SO. I guess I'm just going to forget yeah, Pornhub. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I then heard the basement door inside the house toward the kitchen open and then shut. The basement stairs are wood, so they're very loud. I heard my mom walking down them. I thought this was odd since she had just taken the dog outside, so I thought maybe she needed help with something. I yelled from the bed, Mom! It's no not, reply. It's not her mom. It's not Which, her mom. you know, you... Good job getting out of bed there, you know? I mean, you could have just got up and helped him, you know. That oh, reminds, don't worry, next <laughs> That reminds me of my dad. He's like, hey, can you get your mom? And I just scream for my mom. And he goes, I could have fucking done that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got out of bed and went downstairs and went straight to the basement door. Wow, she just goes right for it. You know what? Yeah, I take I retract my previous statement. Yeah, dick. I know. How dare I? When I opened it, all the lights were off and it was silent. You know, like basements are. Man, if she says something starts running up the stairs, I'm gonna scream. I said, Mom? Again, no answer. I was just staring into the darkness, well aware I was going to shit myself in fear at any moment. <laughs> same. <laughs> same. This I'm like anxious. Well I love it. I slammed the door shut and ran outside where my mom was in the middle of the yard with the dog. I began screaming, telling her someone was in the basement. She went down to check immediately and no one was there. Nothing in the house was out of place. The front and garage door closed and locked like we'd left them. Even the chain locks on the top. Oh my God. Ever since then, I couldn't wait to move out. My dad and mom, both non-religious, very realist, have both experienced things that they can't explain. Fuck that house. All caps. <laughs> but, but thanks for the memories, but still, fuck that house. <laughs> thanks for the memories. Yeah. Wow. That's terrifying. Ew. Yeah. That's yeah. God, oh, I gosh. Just... Oh, wait, hold on. There's one last line. Missing. Oh. Keep up the awesome episodes. Thank you, Shelby. Oh, thank you, Shelby. We'll try our best. <laughs> Dude, but all still, these stories are so good. Well, right it's now. just it's just so bizarre, some of the things. That, like Basements are terrifying. Basements are terrifying just by default, especially this one, especially you two. Um, <laughs> wow. You two Bono's here? <laughs> <laughs> with the, with that. Shut up, Bono! Um, Fucking putting out your goddamn album on all of our phones. Yeah, I didn't ask for that. I did not consent to you God. putting your album on my phone, Bono. What um, a fucking marketing ploy, though. Yeah. But still, I mean, no, I'd be terrified in this case. I mean, you clearly hear someone coming in. You hear, you had the feedback from the alarm, so you know you didn't just hear yeah. something fall or something like that. You know what I mean? Some kind of intruder. Exa that's, that's what you think, right? I know. And, but that's then, what instills fear, man. That's just... Yeah, but then she checks out and there's nothing something there. Something that's not supposed to be there. Yeah, that's that. That one's creepy. Ugh. Yeah, God, we have we have houses, we got fields, we got garages and walnut trees. Woo, what more can we get? The haunted walnut, <laughs> walnut trees. <laughs> but still, no, that's just I don't know. Imagine imagine that happening. Like, put yourself in her shoes there for a minute. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, I have like nightmares about that Ugh. kind of like hearing the alarm system. Well, mm. it, it kind of reminds me of. Um, the scene in uh, Dark Skies. Yep, that's at, exactly at, what I was at thinking. At night when the alarm system starts going off and the next day they have like the alarm company come in, they're checking it. Well, like, they're like, it was kind of weird. All of the alarms triggered all at once. Yeah, every <laughs> alarm, the windows, every the, the sliding the doors, door, front yeah. door, back door, every God, alarm man. at once. It was a fucking gray. Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah, the tropes there with the alarm, the basement, you know, it's just dark Ugh. and evil sense to it yeah, yeah. Exactly. like well you know like i don't know it's just that it's that feeling of being trespassed upon right i mean that's really oh, what yeah it is. absolutely well it's like um my grandparents house got broken into when i was younger Ugh. and it is one of those feelings like you're just like wow like, yeah violated right yeah, yeah absolutely violated because it's like one of those instances where you like you don't think about how you would feel until you're in that moment because <clears throat> i remember like we got back to their house and i'm like the screen through the window, like the screen on the side panel door is off. I was like, that's weird. And we got up there and my grandpa was like, yeah, that's not supposed to be like that. Cause the door is open as well. And then we get inside and you walk inside and you see that somebody kicked the, fr like kicked hard enough that the frame had fallen on the floor. Yeah. Fuck man. Oh dude. I mean, even, even if it's not a human yeah, necessarily for me, it's even kind of weird. I mean, I haven't had something like that. No break in or anything, but even, 
one time we got back from dinner, me and my parents, when I used to live with them, mm-hmm. and uh, when we pulled in the driveway, if you guys remember, we had these uh, <clears throat> two big pillars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. And they had these two, hu- I mean, huge, cemented with soil in them, weighed 100 pounds, uh, a, a potted plant. Yeah. yeah. And when we got there, uh, we had been out like all day. We went across the street and got the mail. But on the way back, I noticed that one of the potted plants was gone. Really? And, and I'm just like, Mom, do you <laughs> what see that one yeah. of these potted plants is gone? And she goes, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but like I said, even if it's not even in the house, even for me, I'm like, dude, there was somebody at my driveway that shouldn't have been there and yeah. stole something on yep. mine and probably thought, wow, this fucking thing weighs so heavy. I am not taking the other one. So they left that one and they took the other one. But besides the human entity part of it, this is weird. For whatever reason, you talking, Josh, just reminded me of this instance where I was in my room when I was a child and I heard something outside my window. And it wasn't like a, a ticking or so on the window. So I know it wasn't up against the pane, but it was outside. And uh, it was just like your normal noise, like uh, like trees rustling. Sure. Or so. yeah. And I was like looking out there. And I couldn't couldn't see anything, but I swear I could see something blacker than black. And I'm just like, yeah. Dad, there's something out there. And so he, after I went and got him, he came in. Of course, he looked. He didn't see anything. Yada yada. But the next morning, when we would when I went outside, and it was still like dew, like yeah. the ground was wet in the mud, were wolf prints. I shit you not. Oh, really? Yeah. Even that just gave me fear. I was yeah. like, holy fuck. So what? I I did yeah. see something, but I didn't know what it was. I was, was gonna make wolf. the joke that it's still Tom out there. <laughs> a little inside joke for us, but oh. we used to have a friend when we used to do like our nighttime Nerf War games. He would uh, disappear for fucking hours yeah. and come back just covered in mud, being like, oh, what like, happened? And we're yeah. like, yeah, the do, fucking round ended. Do you, do you remember uh, there was one time you were over at my house and we were up, you know, till two, three in the morning playing guitar and just, you know, doing like we do, just like we did. Uh, I remember it, it was always super hot. My parents hated running the air conditioning and I'm like, uh, now that you know, now I have my own place and everything. You know, the ACs blast all the time. But we had the window open. Remember, we were sitting there. And we had some on TV and just you know, sitting around playing guitar, hanging out. You know, whatever. It was like two, three in the morning. And out of nowhere, something jumps up onto the, like the screen of the window. And it's the fucking cat. And it's oh, like hanging yeah. on. And I was like, what? Did the, you know, oh. it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, at first when you said that, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. When you said it was the cat. I'm yeah, like, the cat. Oh, like, jumped shit, yeah, yeah. The it was like, it was like hanging on like the the screen. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> it's it's just, cats are assholes. Yeah. This is out of nowhere. Anything in this day and age is terrifying. But yeah, yeah no, thank you. Uh, thank and, you for. Oh, sorry, go ahead. In the right like atmosphere, you're right. Anything yeah, exactly. Can be te- like the right terrifying. atmosphere is, is needed. But yeah, thanks, Shelby. Thank yeah, you. Thank yeah, you, Shelby. thank you so much, Shelby. I, d- I didn't think you were gonna do a round of applause. That wasn't a round. That was a burst. I'll take it. Okay. All right, Josh. Joshua. You are up. What do you got? So our next email comes from somebody that we all know. From you know our our days as students. Is it you? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Is it you? Yes, I sent my own under uh, <laughs> an alias. But no, this is from our friend Melinda Stark. Hey! Stark, sorry. Were you trying to compare her to Tony Stark? She her own superhero, Iron Woman. She could be. She have a giant thorium reactor in the middle of her chest. Hell yeah, <laughs> she might. I don't know. All right. So she starts off with, you asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Very nice. She, she goes, what's up, guys? I don't have a witty intro, so I'll just jump into the story. I've had two crazy paranormal experiences in my life that are worth story time, but I will just share this one. Send the other one. We want to hear them. Yeah, yeah, send, send both of them. them. All of them. Come on. Back in 2011, <laughs> I was staying the night at my boyfriend's and had woken up around 5 a.m. due to a lot of coughing from being sick. Tuberculosis. Ooh, oh, God TB? damn it. 
<laughs> Sorry, we have to make that connection somewhere. I think the next, the future episodes we do, we're just going to go, <clears throat> TB, and just move <laughs> just on. Just from the get-go, yeah. Just get it out. I got out of bed and went to spit out the boulder of slime I managed to dislodge from my lungs <laughs> in the bathroom down the hall. <laughs> thank you for the uh, vivid imagery. You're, yeah, you're thank saying. you. The boulder of slime. Uh, and boulder's capitalized. So you know it's fucking, serious. That's a fucking, like, grudge metal band. Yeah, Mindy, you're writing you really... Goddamn. Your writing really brings like just a certain type of imagery to it. The, the, the detail really is respect, nice, though. You know? <laughs> three, three other people lived there at the time, but no one else was up. Without turning the lights on, I finished my oh-so-ladylike spit into the sink and rinsed it out. <laughs> I turned around, and standing in the doorway was my boyfriend, probably thinking... God damn, what the hell? That... I have never been so attracted to you. <laughs> I could only see the outline of his body in the dim light. No facial features or eyes. I already don't like this. But I could see his buzzed head and lack of shirt from sleeping. Well, naturally, I screamed out of surprise, not expecting anyone to be standing behind, to be standing there. Yeah. I leaned back onto the sink and said, when did you get here? Would have been the rest of my sentence, only to hear my boyfriend say... Mindy, what's wrong? Uh, I mumbled something back about being fine until it clicked. Whatever was standing in front of me couldn't have been my boyfriend since his voice came from the bedroom. I reached out towards the shadow figure, and just before I touched it, it dissipated upwards towards the ceiling. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Never before have had I witnessed something so solid, and no one else ever reported seeing things in that house. I don't like this. I got chills, and she... Ends with, this is all I have for you now. Keep doing what you do and being awesome. Thank Don't you, Mindy. fucking like that at no, all. No, that's terrifying. So I, oh, I, first okay. off, I give her credit for having the balls to reach out for it. Yeah. can't. I can certainly say yeah. I probably would have yeah, uh, this is, pissed yeah. myself. This is an entity that clearly didn't care about uh, just like disappearing in the blink of an eye. Like he went through the ceiling and gone. Yeah, maybe you offended somebody with your uh, loogie and they were yeah. just like, hey. Listen, hey, don't you need, like that in this house. <laughs> hey, you need to chill. All right, you need to calm down. <laughs> you probably woke him up, whoever it was. <laughs> She's like, oh, God, 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 like, God damn, what in the spiritual world is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was another ghost of tuberculosis, so I decided to come and yeah. gather it, and I was, oh, it's just her just spitting in the sink. Yeah. Man, I don't know what that could be. You know, we have manners. Yeah, we, we have manners here, okay? Don't don't <laughs> spit in the sink, okay? You yeah, know? first okay. off. Mm. Well, Josh has been spitting holy water at me this whole episode. Yeah. Well, when it's been necessary. Oh. That's a, he's doing you a yeah. service. Oh. Oh. He, he's actually going to send you a uh, a memo for it later. A, uh, uh, a What do you call it? I totally forgot a word. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't want to answer it because I wanted you to get fucked. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the word I was thinking of, Matt? Invoice. Thank you. I cannot fucking remember that word for the life of me. Invoice. There you go. Just, just copy that out. <laughs> I will. Well, before we do anything about uh, applauding uh, Mindy, Josh, do you want to just read her other stories she actually submitted? All right. So it turns out I'm stupid. And when I said send your second story, uh, you already did. Because, uh, well, I'm really bad at reading the names of the emails. But wait, there's more. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, oh, God, uh, that ghost of Billy Mays. <laughs> is he here? I actually kind of forgot that he died until just a second when I made a joke about him. Yeah, I kind of wish I would. If there's any ghost I would experience, I'd want to experience, it'd be his. The restorative power of OxyClean. You think we could bring back Billy Mays? Billy Mays here with a special spooky offer. The awesome auger. 
I wish he could just, I don't know, clean my kitchen and everything else for me, please. I think there's a way so to summon him. So she saw the ghost of Billy Mays? I think there's a way to summon him. Maybe. Instead of like goat's blood, just soap, maybe. You need to get a big vat of Mighty Putty. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And no. What cover about, yourself in it? Yeah. Yeah, just get a Ouija board, do like a little pentagram, but an OxyClean, and just chant, Billy Mays, Billy Mays, Billy Mays, Billy Mays. <laughs> Sounds good. We're going to start our own spooky pasta. There we go. Yeah, if anyone wants to try that and let us know if it worked. Uh, well, yeah, let us know. All right, so part two of Melinda's oh, Scary Story. There's a sequel. So she starts. Ah! I just already, a little. already got Brady. Yep. <laughs> so she says, hey, it's me again. So as promised, here's my second, second most true haunted experience. Most true. Yeah, most true. Not... Sort of true, most true. Not least true. I was on a paranormal team for a few years before it got disbanded based out of Tip City, Ohio. Dude, I want to be on a paranormal team. What the, like, what the? Bro, we're a team Get right that now. together, get that together and reach out to us. We want to be on your team. All we, three of us. Yeah. We were asked to investigate an old antique shop due to some weird goings on, as most paranormal groups do. Uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The night started like any other as we showed up to meet the owners who gave us the keys to be able to lock ourselves in. We got things set up through recording, double-checking all of our equipment, making sure things had amp- ample battery, as you do, because, mm-hmm. you know, ghosts like to suck the battery. Once everything was in place, we stepped outside for a smoke break. Don't smoke, kids. It's bad for you. Ghosts like sucking batteries. Human batteries. Mm, yeah. We came back inside and locked the door. We had split into groups for the first part so we could investigate multiple areas at once. Usually it was boys and girls separated, making it three girls and four boys in respective groups. There wasn't much notable happening, no real answers back to our questions. The not-so-glorious part of ghost hunting is the hours of talking to empty rooms and then reviewing hours of you talking to empty rooms. See, for some reason, to me, I love that. Even if I find nothing, I don't know why, I just love that. Matt just loves to hear himself talking to himself. Yeah, this is true. I guess. In fact, I heard sometimes when he edits these episodes, he actually <laughs> mutes your mic and my mic, and he just listens to himself having a conversation with nobody. That makes sense. <laughs> I can hear it. I can see it. I can visualize it. Can't you? Yeah. Sitting at that desk over there, just like, oh, this, this is right. This is this is how it should be. Cassandra's <laughs> like, I hear him talking to himself all the time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he'll respond to himself, too. He'll have it playing over those big-ass speakers he has over there and be like, well, I'm like <laughs> I think this. And like, you're right, Matt. I'm like, ah, ha, 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 I'm so funny. That's why you want the transcripts for the podcast, so you can redo <laughs> our lines. <laughs> and you got me welcome to the farthest matt (laughs) the farthest matthew shut up (laughs) we had resigned to not getting really any noteworthy activity and and reconvened in the basement between two sets of stairs that led down to from the same room see attached shitty diagram for reference (laughs) i love shitty shitty diagrams one of the guys had brought a ghost box god i fucking hate ghost boxes which is an AM-FM radio that flips quickly through frequencies, and it's said to allow spirits to talk through it. Bullshit. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? I didn't say anything. You want me to tweet Zach Baggins? I just cough. That's all. I don't know what you got. I have have the... uh, COVID. Yes. (laughs) We were all sitting there listening to it flip through the static. Out of nowhere, we hear something running full force directly above us as if running towards the stairs. Holy shit. That took a big turn. We were sitting at the bottom of the stairs before you guys interrupted me. Naturally, we screamed and jumped since it was totally unexpected. Naturally. 
Two of our guys ran up the steps grabbing golf clubs that were sitting there for sale to use in case of an intruder. Oh, hell yeah. You know, if I'm ready to kick somebody's ass, I want antique golf clubs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're so lightweight, and dude, they'll do damage. They got upstairs and checked it out. No one was there. The door was still locked from the inside. There was nothing on the cameras. Our audio didn't pick it up. Now all seven of us are left with the memory of some heavy step sprinting through a locked store when all the people were in the circle in the basement. Spooky, eh? Thanks for the ew, hours ew, of ew, entertainment. Ew, 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 Matt, ew. were you running? No, he That was so dumb. That was so <laughs> fucking dumb, Joshua. No, they would have looked up and saw his feet like crashing through the floor because the floorboards couldn't hold him. <laughs> yeah, but my feet keep moving. I'd be like, oh, fuck, shit. Oh, God, I, I, I think like every episode we do, Matt, the weight that we imply that you are goes up by like 150 pounds. <laughs> Yeah, at, at this at this stage, I'm what? You're like about five thousand. Yeah, yeah. Say at least at least several tons. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. I mean, well, I yeah, mean, that, terrifying. Yeah, that, but I, there's just something about like heavy you know, footsteps and just about anything that creeped me out. It's fat ass raccoon. I, yeah. Every story we've heard so far sorry, can be tied you, to a fat ass raccoon. <laughs> sorry, you said fat ass. My eyes immediately went to Matt. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> No, but it, I mean, but it's fat ass raccoon. Give right? me these fucking cookies. B- B- Bins, Bins walnuts falling from the tree. Fat ass raccoon. The truck. Fat ass raccoon. The the, the 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 listener that said they perceive their loved ones dying. Fat ass raccoon. Not the person. Sorry. It, but the the ability to have that. The person coming in the house from Shelby's story. Fat ass raccoon. Oh yeah. Are you That's, done? Well, it, I'm doing the Project Blue Book thing. You know where they said like the uh, the UFOs, the the hat being thrown in the air. Hat, Except hook. it's a fat-ass raccoon in every case. <laughs> and UFO was actually a fat-ass raccoon that somebody managed to heave in the air above their heads. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he said that, like, first or second, if you would have listened. The well, no, far, what do you think the far <sighs> and farthest reaches stands for? Fat-ass raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, fucking shoot me now. Okay. Bang! <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Moving on. This next one comes from Kirsten. Hey, guys. Hey, Kirsten. So this one isn't as extreme as some other experiences I've had, but it is the most current. She's holding out on us here. She does <laughs> send another one. And I, I will read it. We got two double dippers. For quite a while since we moved into our house a little over four years ago, the doorway to the bathroom in our bedroom has made me feel uneasy, as if someone or something were watching me in bed from the darkness. Nope. 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 Yeah, that's, uh, I already don't like that. No, thank that's, you. Uh, ew, that's, that's achy. The bathroom is an intimate location, and I do not respect anybody tra- trespassing upon it. <laughs> I, I second that. I am always in there, watching, waiting, waiting, watching. <laughs> he, hides hey. in the, he, he hides in the tank of the toilet, you know, like the little back part where you put your bowl of cereal. <laughs> and he's still got room. Not, you're not going to question that? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> no, we're just going to let it go. Okay. A few times... I felt that same feeling right next to the bed as I tried to sleep. Nope. It nope. never it never felt human, but had a heavy male presence. Heavy it's a, male. It's a male, it's a male heavy, fat ass raccoon. Heavy male. Me. Yep. Fat ass raccoon. Male. Well, she <laughs> Is said, that your rapper name? <laughs> hey boy, I'm a heavy male. <laughs> presence. Well, she said it never felt heavy human. What presence. are you? Are you four fat raccoons in a human skin? If I could describe <laughs> yes. what I felt, it looks like is just a black mass of negative energy. Ooh, Matt. I'm empathic. So whenever I feel this, I zip myself up in a warm little cocoon of energy and try to sleep. 
I've had success in the past with asserting my dominance over a space and demanding that the entity leave or establishing clear boundaries. But in this particular instance, it hasn't worked. Go on, get. Get. Go on. (laughs) Go on, get. Water bottle. It's my raccoon. You get your ass back over there. We don't take a lot timely to your type around here. Go on, get. (laughs) Now, Skeeter, he ain't hurt nobody. Ah, (laughs) hell. So anyway, this goes on for years. And out of nowhere, a few months ago, my husband tells me about a dream or nightmare he had the night before about this black mass standing over by our dresser, which is next to the bathroom door, and rushing towards the bed. No. Several things about this strike me as odd. One, he never, and I mean never, remembers any dreams he has. I'm the same way. And he never talks about them. Two. What he described is exactly what I've envisioned this entire time. Uh, Three, I had the exact same dream that night. No! Oh, God, no. That, God, same, I got chills. that same entity standing by my dresser, tall, no, dark, no, rushing handsome. to my husband's oh. side of the bed. I know, that's where I thought it was going. Uh, I'm just uh, here to tell you, you guys didn't have a dream that uh, happened. Uh, it actually uh, scared me. Yeah. My husband doesn't believe in the supernatural, so he brushed it off and went about his morning. Since then, the feelings haven't been as frequent, but I still feel it in there, in the dark, occasionally. I hope that whatever it is feels threatened enough by me that it's fighting so hard to keep its space here in my home. But when it comes down to it, I will fight endlessly to protect my private spaces. Any spirits I've encountered have learned to stay out of my bedroom. I draw the line at activity in the room I need most to rest and recharge. But anyway, that's my little spook story. Hope it doesn't. You get some. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, you cannot end it like that. Like, oh yeah, it's just a little spooky little tale. It's just, it's not that big a deal. I man, I I would have like burnt the house down and left already. <laughs> I would be like, fuck that. Shit, insurance. Claim insurance on it right then yeah, and there. Right. Yeah, it's it's one of those cases <laughs> when like you know two people have the same dream. It's like just real no. fucking creepy. That's why I'm like, yeah, that wasn't a dream. That just happened, and you guys thought you're dreaming. See, that's. That's sort of in relation to the uh, the other uh, listener that emailed us about uh, th- or having a feeling when a loved one would die. Yeah. yeah. Like sharing this energy like almost with her husband. They have yeah. the exact same dream, the exact same or nightmare. And I, I do like how she's like open to just kind of living with whatever it is. But she's just nope. like, yeah, no, not in this room. That room's okay. This room, no. This is <laughs> where like, I sleep. That room, okay. It's like a pet. It's like, go get in your crate. Yeah, get in pretty your crate. Much, yeah. Get in your house. Leave tra- me alone. Try and taunt it with food. Like, yeah. over here. Yeah. Come here, come here. That's just how we get you what's, out of the basement. What's like the ghost? <laughs> It'll slash, work. What's, what's the ghost slash shadow person equivalent of peanut butter for like a dog? Vicks Vapor Rub. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you sponsored by them? That's not the first time you brought up Vicks Vapor Rub on this podcast. Oh, is it not? Or maybe I brought it up. Uh-oh. I, don't I know. think you did. I don't know. I'm saying he did. Synchronicities. Get him off my trail. Yeah, that was way back. Almost, actually. That might have been the first episode. Yeah. Which, also, yeah, we haven't even mentioned that first off. By the way, yeah. If this is releasing on Halloween night, <laughs> it's been a year. Or maybe this episode's on the night before Halloween. Who knows? I Either way, we'll we've been here for fucking a year. Goddamn. Thank by, you, guys. By the, by the time you guys are listening to this episode, the farthest reaches has been established for an entire year. Or if you're listening to this like a couple years from now, uh, yeah, just know. You're late. October 2020, we turned a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what Thanks a time listening. to turn a year. 
Yeah. And well, you know, let's, yeah. let's give a shout out because we I do I do know for sure that at least a few of the people that have emailed us have been with us from day one. So yeah, thanks this for is the support, very guys. very true. Thank you guys so yeah, much for actually like sticking with sticking us. Sticking with us, help it as we get better. Yeah, you Man. guys. You guys have stuck around through some dog rough shit first couple episodes. <laughs> yeah, you guys are definitely help, helping us become better for sure. You're giving us the um, the drive to yeah, make ourselves absolutely. better. So. So thank you. We, we can't thank you enough. Yeah, really. from the bottom of our hearts, yeah. I speak for everybody here. When bottom I say, of my sack, I really do appreciate it. You don't it. speak for me. I'm speaking for you. You right don't speak now, for bitch. me. You don't speak for me. <laughs> Fine, I'll speak no, for you. No, but Matt. there's just been a lot of thank yous in there. So yeah, it's you know they've been thanking us for the entertainment. But hey, thanks for riding with us through you know through this entire experience, and we hope to keep making good stuff for you. Yeah, I mean seriously, if you guys weren't listening, we would just be releasing these episodes into the ether into the, yep. to nobody. Yep, I would just be uploading, you know episodes of me just slapping my own ass that's probably all i would do that's kind of what the show is yeah so i have another email from kirsten all right so my dad goes on ghost investigations pretty regularly and i typically join him at our cousin's antique mall when he's invited over i thought ghost investigations was a website at first he goes on ghostinvestigations.com right no but i will say we just recently got an email from a guy named mark at eerieflorida.com and he's mm. just saying, you know, found the podcast the other day, or a friend told me about the podcast. It's great. Keep it up. What? That's all it was. But from Erie, oh. from EerieFlorida.com. Like, I wonder what that is. Well, we got to check it out. He checked out our stuff. We got to check out Yeah, we'll stuff, definitely clearly. check that out. That I, I think I missed that email. Yeah, I didn't. No, Josh, you seem to miss a lot. Hmm. You gotta, Listen, you, I've been focusing on other projects. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care about this show anymore. So this particular story was my first time there, and since I'm empathic, I usually like to go in blind to a new location or with as little information as possible. I knew this location had history with the Underground Railroad as well as bootleggers during Prohibition, which is where the store got its name. So we start walking around, the lights are all off, and the investigation begins. To set the scene a bit more, this building is an old warehouse with three floors. The first two floors are loaded with antiques and the third is unused. Everything is going great and we head to an unused back portion of the second floor where the staircase is to reach the third floor. This staircase is completely enclosed so when you stand at the bottom you have walls on either side of you. I'm thinking I'm maybe, you know, three or four people back standing with my dad at the base of the stairs and I tell him, look, I don't want to go up there. Something is off. Something is telling me not to go up these stairs. After a minute, I realize there's a reason I'm having these feelings, and since I'm not a complete wimp, and spirits don't really scare me, I decided to venture up with the group. Around the third step, there was a palpable change in energy. As an empath, you read energy, and the best way I can describe it to someone unfamiliar with the feeling is like walking into a thick fog where the air is harder to breathe. Hey, I have that all the time. It's called asthma. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing through to the top of the stairs, I was greeted with a wide open room with some pieces of intact factory equipment off by the windows. Wide open space. <laughs> the rest of the team had already made it to the back room and were investigating. We meet up and after a few minutes, I just felt like I was being pulled to the main room. Making sure I stayed within earshot of the door, I walked out over towards one of the pieces of equipment and stood by the window looking outside. It was completely quiet. I could barely hear the team asking their questions and chatting. And all of a sudden, I heard heavy footsteps stomping. And I mean stomping. God damn it, Matt. Badass raccoon. 
yeah, stomping okay toward me from behind on the oh. concrete floor. Nope. Yes, it's a poor concrete floor on the third level. I don't know why. I spun around where I stood expecting my dad to be behind me, but no one was there. I felt a pang of fear wash over me, and in that split second, I sprinted over to the adjacent room and stayed with the team the rest of the night. In those few quick footsteps, I could feel anger, resentment, and just negativity. A few weeks later, a patron at the store approached my cousin, who owns the shop on her way out. She said, Do you know you have spirits here? Yes, actually. Why do you ask? I'm a medium, and I'd love to have a closer look around if you don't mind. My cousin showed her around the building and even took her to the area's guests were not typically allowed, including the unfinished third floor. <gasps> Why they, is every haunted building? It's always like the third floor. They got to the base of the steps, and this woman felt the same energy I did on my first visit. She made it up the stairs, only to be greeted by a dominant male spirit yelling and screaming at her to get out and leave. After a bit, they left, and my cousin passed the store onto my dad, who then told me. It was all the validation I needed. Now, whenever I go back to the third floor, I start my EVP sessions with, I'm back, bitch. <laughs> try, try me. Lit. <laughs> I'd like to thank you guys for not interrupting me that much during that story. I really appreciate it. What? <laughs> okay, so the next time he does one, interrupt have to make every other it, fucking yeah. word. Oh, you're going to make that person's story shit. Let me just tell you that. No, our listeners have great stories. How dare you insult our listeners? Listener, I appreciate you. Take that, Val. Uh, after uh, the applause we just gave them for being with us for so long, you're going to say I don't cherish them? Yeah. I'm saying you're all talk. I'm saying you're all talk. So, Kirsten, thank you for those two emails. Thank those you, were, Kirsten. Those were insane. Those yeah, were thank you awesome. so much. Yeah. It sounds like you said you have plenty more, so I mean, you know, feel free to Fucking yeah. keep sending them in. Yeah, keep feeding us these spooky tales. Yeah, keep feeding me. I need it. Okay, here's a cookie. Thank you. <laughs> I just fed him. Um, that was cookie intimate. break. This one says, hey, Josh, because, you know, Josh is the only one on this podcast. No. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, Bree. <laughs> yeah, this comes from uh, listener Bree. Thank you for your email, your submission here, Bree. Wanted to share some stories from the house we lived in before I moved to Ohio. I'm not entirely sure why, but there were tons of paranormal activity in the house I grew up in while I lived in Florida. Everyone that stayed there has their own story, so I'll do my best to share our most notorious ghost, the little girl. Ooh. Why are little girl ghosts so creepy, man? There's something about it. I don't know if it's because of The Shining that they're so creepy, or if that was already a creepy thing. <sighs> Maybe it's The Exorcist. I, to me, it's just like the laughter of little kids and like... He, like hearing the little kid laugh, but ha like knowing that there's it's no a, source, it's a twist. That's what scares the fuck out of it's me. It's a twisting it's, of innocence, right? It's, it's exactly kind of, what I was yeah. gonna say. Brady. I was gonna it's, say, or you're, um, I mean, watch the movie Orphan, and you will fucking yeah. hate there little go. kids. Yeah. yeah, it's like what you said on the Black Eyed Kids episode. You know, it's like you're taking something innocent and yeah. you're just twisting it. Yeah. Exactly, handing it over to this the something perversion so of evil. it. Really, exactly. The little girl. It started with hearing my baby sister maybe only four or five at the time, carrying on whole conversations with someone in her bedroom. But obviously, when you open the door, there would be nobody there. Talk about other things that creep me the hell out. Kids mm. talking to something that isn't there. Yeah, or Ugh. cats. Cats talking to something that aren't there? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. When the cat gets on like your sofa and sits there with its legs crossed, and it's Sparks just like... a cigarette, and it's like, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's going on, Nate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the rest of us started having our own experiences after that. So it's it's your baby sister's fault, is what it sounds like. Get uh, rid of her. <laughs> go on, get. My older sister woke up after napping on the couch to a little girl standing over her before suddenly disappearing. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That took a big jump. Another time, my mom was in the bathroom and suddenly there was running through the hallway and the knob of the door visibly started to jiggle as if someone had been trying to get in. <sighs> But she had been the only one home as the rest of us were at school. Ooh, yep. Nope. nope. Yep. Lock that door. Nope. Get the fuck out. Run. At one time or another, we all heard the sounds of children running back and forth in the halls and giggling. Nope. My mom has even caught at least one of the children on camera. No way. My mom was taking a selfie. And when we looked at the picture, it was blurred and what looks like a child's face in the corner. No, 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 no. <laughs> we had tried multiple times to recreate the blurring of the picture to try explaining it, but we were never successful. Just so you know, people, I'm making Brady read the email before he even sees the picture. Yeah, I have not seen anything yet. <laughs> this is only a few of the instances of activity we had in that house over eight years. We lived there, but the children are the only ones that every member of the family had their own story for. I've attached a picture of Ashley. That's the name my little sister told us. About oh, for God, the little girl. named oh, it. God. So you're telling me you I need to name scroll it. up and see this? Yep. Oh, God, am I getting like shit all over myself? <laughs> 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 all right, here you go. First time seeing this. What? No way. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like it's what? so it's have you seen oh what's that movie? Don't be afraid of the dark. I think with like little fairy looking things. They have a little face that reminds me of that. Cuz it it right there it, oh god. Yeah, it clearly looks like where's it at? Like two little eyes and a little mouth right yeah. there. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 Like that's creepy as fuck looking. I mean, yeah, it I looks mean, like no, teeth. No, that still is. Yeah, it no, looks I see like exactly, teeth I see right exactly there. what you're talking about, though. Wow. No, that's still bizarre, though. Yeah, that picture is uh, wow. creepy. Yeah, that's bizarre. Man, I have no idea what to make of that. I don't know if maybe it's like a reflection or so, if it wouldn't be a ghost. I mean, it, it, when you look into it, it clearly looks like a face. Yeah, I, I feel. Yeah. I feel like if it was not something spooky, and kids are so much more like, uh, oh fucking, what's the word? Um, open to spirits and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I forget the whole um theory as to why, but it had something to do like they don't know any better. Um, because you know they haven't experienced more of the world, and to, oh, yeah, their mind hasn't like fully developed. Yeah, and to them, you know, it's just another thing happening. Where like you know us, where like as we grow older, we're like taught, you know, these things shouldn't exist, and all of that. And so maybe having more of a closed mind to it kind of closes that kind of like um, I'll say kind of like portal in a way. So <clears throat> who's to know? Maybe her. I mean, the fact that they're having full on conversations. It's fucking weird. Yep. Just something with children, man. Ghost or not, it can be spooky. Like I said in the Black Eyed Children episode, scariest thing ever, children. <laughs> but still, no, I mean, yeah, that's that's interesting. That's, yeah, no, I mean. I hate it that I can see teeth. I see it. What looks like teeth. I hate that. I see it too. Yeah, that's that's something else. Wow. I know, man. That's That's a nice piece of evidence right there. Ew. It's just like watching her. It's almost like your mom's like half cat too. Like what else is that? <laughs> yeah, it looks like a cat right there. Which makes me even believe it more because the cat's probably like, what are you doing over there? 
as Ashley is like, hi. What's up? What's up, dog? <laughs> oh, God. Bree, that's creepy as yeah, hell. Yeah, thank you for the submission. I especially like how you guys sending the photos in. That, uh, yeah, that's really just adds cool. an extra layer, you know? Oh, yeah. We're glad you got out of there. Yeah, no doubt. So I had one actually sent to me personally via Facebook. Again, friends that <laughs> these, these can't people. follow the rules. My, my damn renegades. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, the comment that she left, because I made a post on Facebook asking, like, hey, friends, you know, if you guys have any paranormal stories, you know, hit me up. Send mm-hmm. us an email. And she had made a comment saying, my sis and I both experienced some pretty creepy stuff at one of our childhood homes. And I told her, you know, send me the story. The story goes as follow. Followed. It followed. Good movie. Never seen it, but I always hear people say it's good. I have it. I'll let you borrow it. All right. So we both felt really uncomfortable in the house. I was always scared that a lamp across the room would fall over. I knew it wouldn't, but one night it did. It left a huge hole in the carpet, and we're very lucky that the room didn't catch fire. Oh, Jesus. Mm, Fucking hell of a lamp. That was the first incident. We would always sleep with the door open because of our irrational fear of the house. Because I would close my door more than leaving it open if I didn't like the house. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you'd think. Because of the door being open, we would constantly see dark shadows pass across our doorway. Close the fucking door! <laughs> God, that's why I sleep with the door closed. People never Closing the goddamn If we're going to play songs, I was thinking of Renegade by Sticks when he said... Renegade. One time during summer break, my sister and I were alone in the house. Mom was always working. We were having a jello fight and we heard a ruckus in our bedroom. Oh, jello fight. Go into detail. We fled the house. We fled the house and my older sister, who was a coward, sent me in to see what had happened. Who was a coward? I'm glad we had to put that in there. (laughs) A doll that was on on the shelf of our closet was flung across the room. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Definitely sounds like you guys have something a little aggressive. Might want to just a slight bit. Yeah, might want to burn some sage. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> First, I thought you said sake, and I was like, sake's good. Never had it. Yeah. It's better warm. Yeah. Another time with like my penis. S- <laughs> go, Josh. Don't look at me. Just go. No matter what I say, you cannot stop reading that email. Another time with my sis, sis and I, we were too scared to shower alone. See, we would shower together. We were young, so it wasn't weird at all to us, so don't read into it much. Stop looking at me, Josh! (laughs) We we had gone in, in the middle of the shower, noticed the hot water was running out. We got out, and the hot faucet was going full blast. We had no reason to have it on. It wasn't like it was before bedtime or anything. Literally no reason for us to have it on, and we both denied turning it on. Next is my personal account. I was taking a shower by myself for once my family was home, so I felt comfortable enough to shower by myself. I remember a hand reaching beyond the shower curtain to grab me. No, thanks. Uh, no. No, no, thanks. No, 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 no. But I let out a shriek and it retreated. That's <laughs> just like when Brady's talking about like, you know, bathroom's like a private place. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's like as most, that's like top privacy right yeah. there yeah. is the shower. And then you got Jeffrey Epstein over here reaching through the... <laughs> Immediately after the shower, I confronted my family about the prank, and no one confessed to it, which is unusual because my family liked giving each other a good scare and couldn't keep it a good scare or keep a good scare a secret. Ah, ah. I mean, yeah, if you're gonna make somebody scream, you're gonna want to take credit for it. I feel like I would. Oh, I most definitely would. 
My fear got so bad that it got to a point where I would just sleep with my mother in her room. I remember waking up one night and I thought I saw my sister going through my mother's things on her dresser. I called out to her asking her what she was doing. It was like she didn't hear me and just kept looking. And before my eye, her solid form turned transparent and eventually disappeared before my eyes. Uh, nope. Okay. He says, I will ask my sister for her personal accounts of her experiences on that house. So hopefully we will get a follow up into another episode. All right. All right cool. Yeah. cool. And she this says, is... I hope these accounts give you good content. I will say. Good Lord. That's fucking creepy yeah. ass shit. Disappearing mother, right? Yeah. The sister. mother. Oh, sister. I'm sorry. Sister disappeared. And I mean, the first thing right Damn. off, the, the the lights falling. They saw people running around. Doll run. Doll. The doll thrown. shot across yeah. the, the fucking room. See, all of that I'm fine with. The hand reaching for me in the shower? Nope. That. <laughs> that's where I draw the line. Yeah, that is where I draw the line. <laughs> that, that's terrifying. Because honestly, the shower curtain is the line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, because, uh, well, if you're in the shower and they're standing in between you and the shower curtain, you have no fucking exit unless you're in no, one of those. No, just crawl down the drain, dude. I was going to say, unless you have one of those showers that have like a window right there. Oh, no, you have one exit and it's just right at them. Yeah. Form of water. <laughs> <laughs> you make your your daring escape down the drain. Oh, hey, Pennywise. <laughs> hey, What's up, man? We all float down here. <laughs> no, that's terrifying. Yeah, that thank you so much. Very terrifying. Something reached through the curtain. Yikes! That's yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's, that's gonna like I'm gonna think about that the next time I shower, and I'm not gonna be happy about it when I have to wash my hair. Is that that's the, a heavy hitter. <clears throat> is that the curtain that uh? Is talked about in the intro to this show. Is that the curtain between worlds and then the words torn? <laughs> nice. Uh, no, because no. then that would be uh, very. Uh, That's the curtain between the shower very and the wrong. bathtub, right? Very wrong. Okay. Very wrong. Yeah. The bathtub to the paranormal. That sounds like a good punk band name. It sounds like a horrible movie. <laughs> Yeah, it does. Kind of like hot tub time machine, paranormal bathtub. Yeah. That's like the that's like the scary movie equivalent of <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a good that was a good one. Who was that yeah. from again? Uh my friend Alexandria. Alexandria, thank, thank you, Alexandria. Alexandria. Yeah, that thank was fantastic. So All right, so I'm gonna go on to the next one here, and this comes from Oren. So my brother and sister had always said that my brother's room was haunted. Now I never really believed it growing up. Sure, I had heard my name said and when I was alone, but always shook it off. One night, I was falling asleep, and I felt someone behind me. He was talking into my neck. I could actually feel the vibrations of his voice. I'm not quite sure what he said, but after he was done, I felt scratches on my back. I sat for about five minutes before getting up to check if it actually happened, or if I'd imagined the whole thing. I did, in fact, have some scratches on my back. For the next week, I slept with my light on. I was terrified of whoever that was coming back. He never did, to my knowledge. Short and sweet. Short and sweet and to the point. Very effective. Yeah, fuck. Mm. I mean, it, it is one of those cases I would totally leave my light on, but at the same time, I'm like, unless it's like the fucking spirit from Lights Out, lights aren't going to help you. The one line of I could actually feel the vibrations of his voice. Yeah, that's fucking that's terrifying. That's a haunting line right there. Man, that, that, uh, now that sends chills down my spine. Yeah. And see, I love these like short and sweet and just straight to the point. Yeah. If, uh, Matt, I just want you to know, if I'm ever a ghost and you're still alive. Oh, I can't wait for this. You're going to be in bed <clears throat> one night. 
and they're gonna feel my presence. I'm gonna be right. Oh, I do. where am I gonna feel and it I'm at? Gonna, I'm gonna like lean up to you, and then you're just gonna hear in the dead of night at like three thirty in the fucking morning. If you have a structured settlement and you need <laughs> cash now, call JG Whitworth. Eight seven seven cash now. And then you will never recover from that day for the rest of your life. <laughs> you'll, you'll always be laying there. Hey, and you'll long, wake up as long as it's not education connection. That's fine. You'll you'll wake up at three thirty in the morning every day for the rest of your life. And sometimes I'll do it. Sometimes I won't. You always keep guessing. <laughs> a guessing game. A forever guessing promise. game. You had that promise for me. So thank you, Orin, for that awesome story. Yeah, thank you, listener. Thank you so much. All right. So our next story comes from listener TJ. Ooh. TJ says. Hey, farthest reaches. Hi, TJ. <laughs> it's like an AA meeting, right? <laughs> What's TJ stand for? Tremendous Johnson. <laughs> uh, I've got a few ghost stories from my family, but this one's probably the best personal encounter I can think of. Twat jockey. <laughs> TJ, let us know if that's what TJ stands for. Back in high school, we had a teacher that would give us ghost hunts in the school for any student who wanted to do it. That is cool. That is fucking... I hope you got extra credit for that, TJ. Our school was around 50 years old at the time, and you could tell where the new additions had been added throughout the years. Me and probably a dozen other students went to his ghost hunt that year. I was probably a junior or senior. And after splitting up, went to different places throughout the building that there had been reported activity previously. Basement was where the athletic teams had their locker rooms, with the boys' locker room on one side and the girls' locker room on the other. The ghost hunt was a night, and on the day it was held, there wasn't anything going on in the building, so it was just us in the school. We checked the empty locker rooms, finding several f- empty fruit punch jugs from something that was going on prior to our being there, and decided to stack them in a pyramid to see if anything would happen to them once we started talking. Innovative. I like it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's being resourceful, right? <laughs> we set them up in the center of the room, away from the vents or objects that could knock them over before closing the door and standing in a circle in the hallway. We kept all the lights in the locker room and hallway turned off, and by the light of a few flashlights, someone finally said, if there's anything here that wants to make its presence known, please do so. All right, all right. Donk! (laughs) Donk! Dictated as written. We all heard the familiar sound of a plastic container being struck and the sound of it hitting the floor. And knowing exactly where it was coming from, pulled open the door to the locker room. In our cones of light, we saw that all but the very top of our pyramid was standing. The single empty jug that sat at the top was now several feet across the room from the rest of them. We took a quick look around the room for what might have caused it. With such, sorry. Ghost said fucking yeet. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your pyramid. It said donk. Uh, fucking donk. <laughs> we took a quick look around the room for what might have caused it. With such good timing before returning to the hallway, assuming that we had the attention of something. From what I recall, someone brought a recorder with us. I don't remember who, but we start going through the various questions that people always ask. Is there someone with us tonight? Did you die here? What was your name? Etc. And nothing else happens. Eventually, someone says, and years later I found out this is the complete opposite of what you should do. If anything here wants to use our energy to manifest itself, <laughs> oh, you God. have our permission to do so. Yeah, no. no. Oh, that's a Zach Baggins move right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, that's a woof. Yeah, yeah, that's not a dog. I didn't consent to this, so I said, hey, man, don't include me in that. Very smart, TJ. Very smart. I respect that. <laughs> Screw that, man. The hallway suddenly gets very cold, and after a few moments, I ask if anyone else feels how cold it is. Well, yeah, the AC kicked on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound effects. Dictated as written. No, actually, I just did that. Uh, he asked if anybody felt how cold it was. No one else does. 
Someone to my immediate side puts their hands on me and comments how the air around me is noticeably colder than it is just a foot or so away. Several others join in. Quit touching me! Sorry. <laughs> Several others join in, and everyone comments about how the air around me is much colder, so I take a step back. I can feel the change in temperature instantly as the hallway warms up, and only a few moments later when I can feel the cold hit me again. Oh, damn. It's at this point that I start realizing that if there is something in the hallway, it's latching onto me. So I say, I'm not okay with this. Please leave me alone. <laughs> Once again, respect that TJ. I would say the exact same thing. The cold leaves and doesn't come back. You tell that fucking thing, man. Yeah. I had other friends do the hunt over the years, and some of them have stories too. A few other things happened that night, but it wasn't as much of a player in those, or I wasn't as much of a player in those stories and don't feel confident in telling them. Hope this one was a good one. Take care, TJ. Dude, that TJ, was awesome. That was so cool. Yeah. So we have one of like, what seems to be an immediate response is anyone here or you know, make your presence known, whatever it was jug. he asked. And that top jug just dropped right off. That's interesting. And then a possible, like, leaning towards possession? Well, I, I, know, I think that's a little too far. Puppet? Following. I guess it's yeah. more following. More of, like, just <clears throat> latching on. Yeah. How the fuck do you know? Well, it's kind of, fu it's kind of funny. Because, I mean, he says even, latching on. Cause, cause yeah, one but it, maybe he didn't fully possess him. I, I wouldn't want to comment on somebody in that regard. But anyway, <laughs> I, I do find it funny that people on the hunt with him were the ones that said you can use my energy whatever bro <laughs> and he's like hey don't include me in that and it decided to latch on yeah. him the one taking precautions I, I wonder i wonder if whatever it was was kind of like trying to fuck with him maybe 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 he could tell it's, that he it, was uncomfortable with the situation it was like yeah there's my guy i'm gonna mess with him no that sounds exactly correct yeah yeah i mean why not uh i, would, I don't want to say like matt if you were a ghost i think you would do that exact same thing wouldn't you yeah what come at me bro no, no, no. Like if 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 you if or you say, tell somebody, yeah, 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 and you were the ghost, you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna fuck with that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But that was a great one, TJ. Thank yeah, you so TJ. much. Yeah, thank that's, you so much. It's uh, pretty cool stuff there. I mean, first off, that's really cool that your like school would do that. Yeah, that's, I really that's, that's really yeah, cool. That's Shout super out to whatever. Rad. Team. You know, you, you you always have a few teachers in your life that you you know definitely impacted you in a meaningful way. I'd have to say that. I mean, I can speak for this guy, but I would assume that probably be one of them. That's pretty cool. Like that—that's somebody who's actually like dedicated. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, to doing something like that. I don't know. Maybe they were a shitty teacher. Who knows? But <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know this person. But that being said, like, yeah, I, I would love a, a teacher to do ghost hunts. Yeah, you know? so cool. Or, I mean, yeah, that'd be super rad. Anybody in my hometown to manage a ghost hunter, so that'd be cool as hell. Yeah. So feel honored, feel privileged, man. Yeah. Well, thank you, TJ. We we appreciate it. listener TJ. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, Josh. I think we have what we got like two, two more? more. Yep. Now, do you want to read the one from someone we do not know at all? I'll read that one because that's I exciting. Like, I feel like you telling Cassandra's family well, story. No. Oh wait, you're right. We have three more. We got the one that we don't know, the one of my wife's grandfather, and the one I believe of your friend. Is it or a friend of a friend? Steinbrenner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man, take your pick. We got three left. I'll just do Lauren. All right, do it. Hey there. Name is Lauren, and these are my these are the experiences of my family. God damn, I fucked up the first sentence. I can't talk. Oh, God, pick another. My twin sister and I grew up in Scenery Hill. It is a farm village located along the National Pike, Route 40 in Washington County, Pennsylvania. To give you an idea of its historical significance, the first pioneers headed west along the National Pike, America's first quote-unquote highway, and many, many buildings in the area date from the late 18th century to early 19th century. Wow, all yeah. right. Yeah, that's pretty old. Our house is a brick early 19th century farmhouse on a 10-acre property that was once known as the Dancing Pheasant Farm. 
I can only guess its age because the earliest documentation available says 1814, but wow. the spring house on the property is, is obviously older. I won't go into too much into the building itself, but I've provi provided some pictures for you guys. Let's get to the ghosts. Let's get All the ghosts. Right. And now I will say the photos that they did include it. You can. It's definitely one of those old timey like period era houses because okay. it's yeah. got like the classic pillars uh, in the front and all that. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Like a colonial era kind of yeah, deal? Yeah, essentially, yeah. Confidently, my family can vouch for no less than three distinct ghosts in the house. Damn. All right. I like how she's like my family, not just me, but like everybody. Yeah, we have more than one witness. The first ghost is who we called the man in the black suit. He was a tall man, about six foot, wore an all black suit, and was always either Heard or seen out of the corner of your eye. Ooh, shadow people. I don't like that. Ooh. Our mother would often be the one to see him. Sometimes she was so sure someone was there that she mistook it as our father. One time she saw the man walk by the kitchen and actually left the room to follow the person, hoping to tell her father that lunch was ready. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Of course, no one was there. My sister and I, however, heard him the most, but never saw him. If we were home alone... Around middle school or high school, we would clearly hear, girls, girls, time for bed. I probably should have done that in the voice, but fuck it. Girls, girls, I mean, you could do it over if you want. <laughs> nah, it's okay. <laughs> we would say to each other, did you hear that? It was something our father often said, of course, but the voice wasn't the same. I don't like that. No. The man in the black suit was always trying to imitate him. Sounds like you have a ghost parrot. Right? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what if that was... Oh, dude, I just thought of something. What if you actually had a parrot? Like, just live your normal life. You have a parrot, but it always repeats just random voices. What if it was voices of the dead? Like someone actually haunted your place and would Ooh. say something, and the parrot would actually speak, and you'd be like, one what of what's my, going on? One of my really good friends actually has a parrot. Is that fun? It's it, it, they, they like to talk. The, the stereotype is true. What? <laughs> it would literally scream his, like we'd go over and like stay at his place, and it would literally like scream his name and be like, I'm not going to say his name, but it would just scream his name over and over sometimes because his mom would always, uh, like in the back when he was like living with his parents or anything, his mom would always like holler for him in the morning to wake up. So like in the early morning hours, it starts yelling his name. That is stuff. so cool. And, yeah. It has all sorts so of he's different had, things. He's had it for a while. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they live to be like 50, 60 years old, man. Did you say 50 or 15? 50, 50, a five zero. 50, Holy 60 years old. fuck, that parrot's going to outlive the, the, him. The, 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 parrot, the parrot is about as old as Now I'm just imagining like a parrot just, quack, girls, girls, time for bed, time for bed, quack. <laughs> I love that. Sorry that to completely derail this. This story is really cool. So, One night, he whispered furiously into my sister's ear as she sat at the computer for a solid two minutes. I can't do that for two minutes. Fuck that. She told me she froze. She tried to understand it, but the words were too fast. But she knew it was him. And I was in the other room when it happened. We had stayed up too late that night, I guess. Oh, was he an auctioneer in our past life? Mm, I don't like <laughs> that. And see, I don't like that because in a movie that I watched recently, like, people would be sleeping and, like, there'd be, like, a spirit, like, whispering in their ear super fast, and all of a sudden they're possessed. So, uh... Nope. Uh, yep. I don't... I, I, feel like we're, I feel like reading the story now is going to make me possessed. Oh, God. <sighs> the second ghost was who we called Shadow Boy. It's a weird superhero name. <laughs> he was the first to make himself known to the family when we moved in. He was never frightening. He sat at the foot of our bed a few nights. Uh, that's frightening. 
when we were around five or he six years old. He was never frightening, but he sat at the feet or sat at the end of our bed a few nights. That is frightening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had to share a room then. He was all shadow, waving sometimes, but I remember never feeling afraid of him. We tried communicating with him, but never got an answer. Astrid only spoke German. <laughs> As we grew older, he stopped appearing to us directly, but still made himself known. Again, possibly something to do with younger age. Yep. He would tuck up my mother's nightgown if he wanted attention. Sometimes he'd pull the blankets off the bed a little if you were staying up to read. Or grab your toes if you tried to fall asleep. No! He'd hide under the bed sometimes. You didn't have to look to know he was there. Okay, I, the ending of that paragraph really does make it seem like he's not frightening. Like, to them. Yeah, like, no, like, no. tugging at the mom's clothes. Like, she probably just, all right, yeah, you know, got a little, little <laughs> See, boy ghost running like, around. I quit it. I, like, it's not frightening, but I don't like the idea of someone being under my bed knowing that he's there. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I just don't know if I like the idea of a ghost being in my house. Or just tugging at my toes. Like, fuck off, my toes yeah, are I think, mine. Yeah, I think that part would be the That would be the most annoying. Yeah. These yeah. little hey. piggies didn't go to the market, damn it. Uh, quit, quit, quit it. Maybe to the afterlife market. Oh. That's what I'm going to do. The last ghost was the blue lady. I love that they all have like very like chilling names, but I like it. This is already better than the haunting of Bly Manor. Just going to say it. All right. Cool. Ooh. Ooh. Hot take. Shots hot fired. Take. My family believes she is the woman from whom the house was built, as it was said that the house was a wedding gift from husband to wife. Hey, hey. What the hell of a wedding gift? She was always walking around. I never saw her myself, nor did my sister, but we heard her walking outside the bedrooms at night or walking the length of the attic most of the time. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Just the word attic it makes it feel creepy. Attic or basement? Nope. Our father was the one who saw her, and his experience is how she got her name. So all four of these family members saw something in this house. That's incredible. Yeah, and I'm, I'm actually going to say it now, but I'm the one that emailed this woman back, and I was like, it actually sounds like the man in the black suit and the blue lady and the shadow boy could almost be their own family themselves. Yeah. He was sitting up in bed, her father, watching some TV. We were asleep at the time and my mother was at work. The lights were on in the bedroom and he caught some movement out of the corner of his eye to the right, turned his head, and there in the doorway was a lady with blonde hair wearing a blue dress. Our father described the dress as an old-style colonial, colonial. long-sleeved and full-length. She left the room, and he decided to follow her. He went into the middle room. We didn't have hallways, just in-between rooms. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I kind of understand. And saw her walk into the bathroom. He turned the light on in there, and nothing. To quote him, he said, Okay, I need to know I'm not dreaming. If you're in here, give me a sign. At that very moment, the toilet handle moved, and the toilet flushed by itself. It seems very silly, but our dad ran back to the bedroom and closed the door. I don't blame him. Hey, man, ghost got to poop, too. Hey, I mean, you know, <laughs> he, to be fair, he asked for a sign, didn't specify what kind of sign, so they're just like, fuck I, your I, water I, I, bill. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I feel like that's probably one of the more gentle signs you could give. Yeah, I mean, you know what the, I mean? the ghost could have just socked him right in the face. That's, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, this is very true. We had many instances in the 13 years our family lived there. Hearing a loud cough when no one else was around, knocking at the front door with no one there, cold spots, feeling a strong presence, the typical haunting symptoms. But I have to say, the ghosts were never malicious. Never. Doors were never slammed. Items didn't go missing, etc. Even if you were hiding under the covers and felt that feeling in your gut that someone was watching or looming over you, it was never with ill intent. Sure, sometimes you really didn't feel like peeking, 
but we never felt threatened or afraid. That's fantastic. That's yeah, great. They, they weren't aggressive. They were just flushing the toilet. So there nonstop. you have it. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. Our ghostly experiences. The major instances anyway, and I'll tell you, even to this day, I'm still a skeptic. All right. Which I can respect. I don't jump at every creek, every thump. No, not every old house is haunted. Agreed. Very much agreed. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, that feeling of being watched, that gut feeling, you never forget it. Since then, only one other place has ever made me feel that way, and that was the Fredericksburg Battlefield in Virginia. Ooh, man. What? Mm. Say, Josh, don't you have uh, some similar or some feelings about Civil War battlefields, right? Yeah, I had a, I had some very weird experiences when I went to uh, Gettysburg, but I'll tell that after we finish this. Really yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. As a history major, I've been to numerous cemeteries, battlefields, old houses, and historical sites, many of them claiming to be haunted. I'm no psychic. I would never claim to be, but I know it when I feel it. Thank you for reading. Have a safe weekend and stay spooky. Ooh, that was thanks, incredible. Lord. Thank uh, you yeah, so much, major. Lord. Yeah, seriously. Thank you so much. That that was an incredible tale. And I, yeah. like I said, I love that we her love family it. has like little names for their spirits. Oh, just the uh, just the writing. Just you know, I, I I enjoyed how you paced this. You know, your your tales through. Each, yeah, each very, very well thought out. Oh yeah, thank oh, you so gosh. much. But um, everything yeah, about it. talking about the uh, Civil War or the like Civil War battlefields. I mean. Obviously, in my mind, if anything's going to be haunted, it's going to be battlefields. Sure. The amount of deaths that happened, the amount of, you know, just pain and suffering and all that shit. Um, but I think I told the story before about going to Gettysburg. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah I, don't, and I don't know. Did you say it on recording? Yeah, you did. I, okay. I feel like I did, but I mean, I'll... Cliff just, Dutz version. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially, me and my dad, we've both been huge fans of like paranormal shows, like Ghost Hunters and all that, and, uh, you know, Destination Truth. And we also love history, and so we decided to go to Gettysburg one vacation when I was still in, like, middle school, or, like, might have been even my first, like, the first summer, like, going into high school. It was, like, the last, like, real vacation we took, and um, we walked around uh, this battlefield called, um, oh, fuck, I think it was Devil's Den that we walked around. Cause that, was, that sounds right. Yeah, because there was Devil's Den and then, uh, like, Big Round Top or whatever, and we were walking around, and it was, like, early, early morning, because, you know... You always hear, like, the best time to go places is, like, early morning or, like, right at, like, dusk. Yeah. And um, so we're walking around, and we get, like, this big whiff of what smells like a mix between, like, gun smoke and, like, a campfire in a way. Which sounds like it would smell great. Yeah. And it was just weird, because it was, like, this weird, like, just pocket that, like, you walk through. And we're like, well, that was fucking weird. And then we tried to walk back trying to find that smell again. Couldn't find it. Couldn't locate a source. And, I mean, we're in the middle of a battlefield. There's not, like, really any homes or anything, like, in this area because it's a historical site. So we really weren't sure what the fuck was going on there. So we just kind of just kept exploring, just kind of wrote it off. It was until we went on a little ghost tour that went around different parts of the city and uh, explained different things. And they talked about some of the more... um, things that people like experienced like during the battlefields or mm-hmm. smelling uh you know gun smoke wood smoke the smell of like cooking meat because i guess the soldiers would cook bacon because they would keep it in like their pockets because it would keep so they could just eat it while on the battlefield mm, pocket bacon right <laughs> <laughs> pretty much exactly what you described yeah and me and my dad both kind of like stopped and looked at Wait each other and out. went holy shit all yeah. right well uh, the phantom smells 
Very nice. God, very, you boys very, are very making classy. so much noise. I know. Fuck. We're just like making a ruckus over here. <laughs> I do want to say um, that Lauren actually included some photos of the house. That is a beautiful house. Is it not, though? That just looks like something that would be haunted. Yeah, it really does. It is a no. really, really nice looking house. I think it's interesting how none of the, uh, she says that none of the spirits felt like malicious, malicious. you know, that's, at least you have that, had that going for you, which is good, you know, yeah. I mean, all things considered, you, if you're going to be you, haunted, at least it's not like malicious. Yeah. Like you do hear stories of those people that like, they just kind of get used to having like a presence in their home oh, yeah, and they, they just kind of oh, live with yeah, it. Yeah. yeah they'll yeah. sit there and someone hear a noise and be like, what, what was that? Like, oh, it's so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You like know? it's a member of the family. Yeah. yeah. Is this the first story that's, um, maybe not really malicious or at least brought to the the storyteller's, um, you know, forefront that it's not malicious. Do you think ten walnuts falling off a tree was malicious? Uh, I do. <laughs> I don't know if it's our first one, but it's definitely like one of the few where it didn't seem like they were just like really any kind of like attack or yeah, just any kind that... of like creepiness. It, like it, they literally just wanted maybe the flushing toilet. <laughs> yeah, it literally just wanted to let you know that hey, I'm here. And, just so you and know, the fact that this, like I said too, that it's a mother, a father, and two kids experiencing all this all at different times too that's the yeah. thing i find very interesting oh yeah everybody had their own little encounter lauren thank you so much for that, that was yes thank you lauren that was yeah, incredible so much. I'll clap for that. oh wow you know it's good all right this next story here comes from listener dave hello listener dave he sent us these in a, a notepad form here so i'm gonna read through his <laughs> little diagram here and everything he's he's ready maybe maybe we'll to find a way to Get this diagram since he since presented he spent, on an audio since, for, yeah, yeah. format. Yeah, <laughs> since he spent the time uh, laying it out here. <clears throat> this is from Dave S. in California. Feel free to use my stories. No rights reserved. All right, cool. These took place in a little analytical laboratory on Monterey Bay in California. The lab was located somewhat rurally and had and had had. You always love those double hats. That always does like... Yeah, like, and I want to really applaud you on saying rurally, because what a stupid word. And it had a former life as a biker bar with a colorful history. Here are my experiences. Names changed. I didn't have to read that, but whatever. I was at the lab in my former life as an analytical chemist. I was talking to my coworker, Herman. A nice guy, but love to press your buttons. Don't we all know that type? Yeah. Uh... If he knew you, if if he knew you didn't like spiders, uh, you can you can bet on it. Somehow you come that would come back to haunt you. Okay, okay. Especially now I know who Herman is especially in public. Oh God, oh. it's me showing that trailer to your wife earlier. Yeah, Arachnado. Yeah, Arachnado. <laughs> yes, it is a real movie. So it's best not to tell Herman too much if you can avoid it. So there I was in the big lab talking to Herman. I was only about fifteen feet from the chemical storeroom, which had. Only one way in and out. So here's the layout. He, he drew this little like rectangle yeah. titled Big Lab. There's Herman, there's me, and then there's the storeroom with a little closet. Okay, so yeah. yeah and people, the storeroom is on the right. Yeah, on. people imagine just a, a big room. Like you're looking at it at a bird's eye view, and you have Herman. In the middle. Right in the middle. And then a little bit more like down south, you, you would have uh, Dave. And then I would say at the top right, yeah. you have a storeroom that's yep. attached to the main room. So... As I was talking to Herman, I suddenly saw from the corner of my eye a coffee cup float across the storeroom. Oh, Jesus. Doorway. Oh, okay. I thought it was just going to be a coffee cup. No, no, no. Coffee oh, cup float it's a, across I the storeroom. got it. It's a mimic. Doorway. Sounds like me and goes for him. Like, I need something. <laughs> from left to right, about chest height, hanging as if dangled by one finger in its handle. 
Damn. Oh, detail. It took about two seconds to make its transit across the doorway. Now, during this time, I was still talking to Herman and began an internal dialogue. This was the internal dialogue here. Self, I just saw a coffee cup float across the doorway. Talk, 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 talk. If I tell Herman what I just saw, I will live to regret it. Talk, 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 talk. So I'm not going to say anything. I love, yep. I love that he included the internal dialogue. Just as I had came to that decision, Herman stopped mid-sentence and said, Did you see that? He had seen it too. We tried to write down to the storeroom and looked it over. A little eight by six room. Only one way in or out. Not a coffee cup to be seen. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Her Herman's internal dialogue that entire time was, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't even listening to you talk at that point, exactly. <clears throat> we talked a bit about it, but there was work to be done, and soon it was just something to bring up now and again on Friday afternoon beer times. It was a good place to work. Yeah, you gotta like that. So that was the uh, first story. Here's, uh, here's story two. The lab again. I was writing a data crunching program for the secretary, Dana, and he gave us another layout. Oh, gosh. Okay, I think I, I think I understand what I'm seeing here. Basically, it's three rooms, three long rooms. Again, have, from a bird's eye view. Yeah. You have like a front office, and then he's saying he's at a desk, and then I assume the exes here is supposed to be the secretary or something. I haven't read that far ahead. And then there's a door that goes to the middle lab. Okay, then, so these rooms are horizontal. Yeah. They're, they're you gotta, long. You got a, yeah, a big, big lab, which leads to the next horizontal room down, which is the... Middle lab. The middle lab, and then another door that leads down to... The office. The office. The office. And the, so the big lab is at the top of this diagram here, and that's where the storeroom was from our previous story. And then the door goes to the middle lab, and then the door that goes to the office... Uh, Dave is standing at a desk, and I assume talking to the secretary. And all the doors are on the far left. The, the doors are actually doorways with no door installed, is what he notes here. Okay, So okay. they're just empty frames. Okay. okay. Empty door frames. Uh, it was 9 or 10 at night, and I was typing away, when suddenly I heard clunk way back in the totally dark, except for the office building. Ooh. As if someone had firmly slammed or kicked the bathroom door with a cowboy boot or equivalents. Then came the footfalls. Oh, Hard-soled cowboy boots on linoleum footfalls. Click, 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 clunk. Oh, God, it sounds like my boots when I walk. Slow and steady. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's strange. Click, clunk, click, clunk. Gee, someone's in the big lab. Hello? Click, clunk, click, clunk. He's coming up the front. But there are no lights. Could it be so-and-so? Hello? Click, clunk, click, click, clunk. Jeez, now he's to the middle lab. Hello? Hello? Who's there? Click, clunk, click, good clunk. Lord. Cripes, he's almost to the front office. I jump up and reach around the wall, flicking on the lights, ready to defend myself, heart racing. There's no one there, but, 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 I ran around, turning on all the lights, and checking all the doors and windows, etc., etc., etc. Always as it should be. Unnerved by it all, I closed things down and left. The next day, I told the secretary, Dana, about what happened. She replies, Oh, Dave, that happens all the time. Oh, Come on, Dave, you should have known. <laughs> oh, Dave, that happens all the time. They just walk up to you and stop. Just ignore them. Dana often worked that late in getting reports out on deadline. I never did have the nerve to stay late again to see if it would happen again. If I had, I wonder 
if I would have been if I would have had the nerve to let them come right up to me or not. Oh Dana my. said that when they come up to you, it was toe to toe. One... Uh, wait, really? Like that close? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Once in a while, I think about that time and wish I had had the nerve to try it again. Well, I want to say right now that I apologize to all the uh, other emails that we've gotten, but this guy wins because he said cripes. Yeah. I also love how he like wrote it as like a story too. Oh yes, I fucking love that oh, yeah. kind of like storytelling because I mean it's like you're just reimagining what you were going through. Really appreciate the layouts and the clunk, clunk. Brady. Clunk. Fantastic job on the clunk. I really like the oh, little atmospheric. I, I, I mean, he was again, just reading the script. dictated. Well, as, he could have he just went clunk clunk clunk, but he dictated as to. written. That's fine. Dave, that was awesome. Thank you for the uh, narrative setup on that. That. Very creepy. You say you definitely had, man, no, I, I could totally understand that feeling and be like, man, I wish I had uh, had the nerve to check it out. You know what I mean? Because yep. it sounded like it wasn't dangerous. At least the, the, the secretary didn't seem to be Flight too concerned. At that if, yeah, at that point. yeah, exactly. The secretary didn't seem too concerned, but gosh. Yeah. Oh, that happens all the time. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on, Dave. Come ne- on, Dave. Next day later, they're like, oh, yeah, it was toe to toe to you. Ugh. I don't like yeah, that. if he if he hadn't have stopped, if he hadn't like got up and turned the lights on and stuff, it would end up toe to toe with him. Click, click. <laughs> yeah, Dave, thank you so much. That thank was you awesome. so much. Yeah, Appreciate you. the submission. All right, we have one more. <gasps> oh no, it's almost over. And this actually comes from my wife's grandfather, your grandfather-in-law, Ooh. if you will. Yes. So my grandfather-in-law. Apparently, when he was a lot younger, used to live in these apartments that were by a, uh, or used to be a uh, hospital. I don't know exactly when the hospital was operational, because I tried my damnedest to research into, you know, old hospitals in Cincinnati. Sure. But I couldn't find one that matched up to the the streets that this was near. Well, I think Baum Street. Yeah, Baum Street. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and for everyone listening, I don't have exactly a story here. It's just kind of bullet points. I'm going to try and make this up as I go. He can't recall or locate the actual name of the hospital or the apartment building, but um, the locals all called it the honky. And you know what's actually fascinating is when I was doing my research trying to find this and I couldn't anywhere because I'd find like some sort of hospital and would operate during the years that he said that he thought it did. But then I'd find out it was, I don't know, like northern miles away or something yeah, and yeah i'm like well yeah. that doesn't work i found this one site that was talking about something in cincinnati real near close yep. bomb street and such but someone commented saying hey this was really interesting but do you guys know about the red building on bomb street that used to be a hospital oh and he even says the locals used to call it the honky, honky building wow. and i was like dude here's a fucker from February 2009, that's saying the exact same thing. Someone out in the wild. Someone else else (laughs) does know about it. But this building, it it had like eight to ten floors. Couldn't uh, recall exactly how many, but it was very large. It was tall, uh, worn down, marble steps, had a metal fire escape ladders on the exterior of the building. A lot of summer nights were spent sleeping on the outside ladders due to the lack of air conditioning in the units. The building was in poor shape and very dirty. Um, but, uh, my grandfather-in-law and his brothers would often make sport of hunting the cat-sized sewer rats that oh. roamed the basement <laughs> level. Yeah, city rats are fucking massive. Ugh. So it had a trap door, uh, as he called it, in the first floor kitchen that led to a tunnel. 
and that tunnel was about a block long and connected the former hospital to another hospital up the street. The dead were transported to this separate hospital where the morgue was, so that the dead was kept away from the view of others so as to not disturb them. Similar to Waverly Hills. Hills. The exactly. death chute. People were warned to not go through this tunnel entrance as it was rumored that two people went exploring and were never found again, as he has been told. Hmm. So my grandfather-in-law lived in these apartments sometimes in around the 60s, and he uh, resided there during his elementary and junior uh, high school days. He thinks he lived there for about five to seven years. Now, during his time living there, he had lived in multiple units among the first, fourth, and sixth floors. And tenants frequently came and went as it was a very good, very poor neighborhood. Excuse me. A lot of residents came up from Kentucky for jobs. So here's a couple, uh, well, a few of his experiences he had. So first one, one night while sleeping on the living room couch, he woke up to see two large eyeballs floating in the middle of the room. What? They were much bigger than human eyeballs, he said, and they were moving. He described their movement as pacing, but not swaying back and forth. They had pupils and appeared to be looking right at him. He hid under his blanket out of fear, and much later when he looked out from the covers, the eyeballs were gone. That is something I never hear about. Ugh. Floating eyeballs? Now, now was it floating eye, eyeballs in the sense of, like, you had, you saw eye, you know what I mean? Like, well, I don't as, as I was talking to him, it sounded like they were literally just, like, Imagine a human body, eyes wide open, no other feature feature of the human body is present except yeah, yeah, the yeah. eyes. Yeah, okay. So just yep. human floating eyes. Like they only had the energy to manifest the eyes. And I can't even think like what the hell that could have been if it wasn't. And I'm not saying it is, but yeah. yeah. And I will say he smoked a lot of weed, so <laughs> I'll put that out there. But I, I have I have no idea. So his second experience. Another night while sleeping on his couch. He woke up to see someone standing at the end of the couch opposite of his head. I'm not going to want to wake up tonight, like, in the middle of the sleep. No. He called out for his brothers. Wallace, is that you? Charles? Dale? After no response and having a little more time to look at this person, he could see it wasn't someone standing behind the end of the couch, but that it was actually a person standing on the armrest. The male standing on the couch was no more than four feet tall as he was looking at my grandpa the strange person jumps into the air so high he almost touches the ceiling. As he reaches the ceiling, he transforms into a ball of fire and shoots down towards my grandfather's face. So we saw a gnome. <laughs> what? You. <coughs> yeah, you in a past life, man. <gasps> Terrified, he quickly hides under the blanket and feels someone trying to forcefully rip the blanket off of him. He said he held on with everything he had because he knew if he had to let go, he would have been dead. Give me the blanket. Give me the blanket. He stayed under the blanket the whole night and not sleeping at all. Fuck yep. that. So experience number three. It was said that at some point when the building was still a hospital, a woman killed her baby and hung herself in the hallway. Well, now, what does that sound like? Doesn't that kind of sound like uh, Waverly, Waverly Hills a bit? Yeah, the nurse. Exactly. My grandfather said multiple tenants of the apartments would hear a baby crying in the hallway on really stormy nights. But the source of the crying could never be found despite it coming from right outside the doors. Even more disturbing, also on rainy nights, people would hear thuds against the door, but no one would be there knocking. 
It was thought to have been the knock of the hanged woman's feet hitting the door oh. as she swayed back and forth from the ceiling. I wish I didn't fucking do that. God. No. So separate occurrences. While still a child visiting his grandmother's house with his brothers, a couple of them were sleeping in the same bed. All that were in the bed saw the rocking chair besides the bed start to rock back and forth. He said that no windows were open and the bedroom door was closed, so there really wasn't any way they could explain why this was happening. While at work, before he retired, so it couldn't have been any more than 10 years ago, he was standing in the factory working. He glanced around, talking, or excuse me, taking in the rest of the factory floor while doing his job. And as he was scanning the room, he saw a young girl staring back at him. He said she was wearing a bonnet and an old western dress with tassels. When he looked around and when his eyes returned to where she just was, she was gone. These two instances were at places that did not have a reputation for being haunted, uh, with no known deaths that my grandpa is aware of. My personal guess is there is something about him personally that draws spirits to him, as this has happened sporadically throughout his life. And that's exactly what I was just going to say. It sounds like he is haunted. And not places, because there's yeah. multiple... Dun, dun, dun. Either, either he's haunted, or he's just kind of like a harbinger for, like, spirits. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, there's plenty of cases like that, where oh, people yeah, where will people have just experience at a house. Sensitive. They'll move somewhere else, and it continues. Same yeah. stuff. And the, no, pre the previous house, they'll reach out to the previous house that they lived in, the new people that own it, and they're like, yeah, we don't experience anything. Yeah, my mother and sister are very have a lot of experiences at different locations throughout their lives, and it just kind of seems like it... It's more just open to them than anybody else. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was his stories. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's those... wild. Fireball <laughs> one, man. That, that one's truly bizarre. The little creature. Yeah. The, the gremlin, the melon head. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> a little creature that turned into a ball of fire and somehow didn't burn the place down. Like a, almost like a, but was a, trying to a, rip a, a willow. Yeah. A will of the wisp. Is it? Yeah. The ghostly fire. Yeah. Huh, wow. Ooh. That was a good one. But yeah, I will say a, uh... that concludes our listener tales. Holy Man, fuck. That was a mountain of stories. So that was many. fantastic. So many. And I am so happy and grateful that you Thank guys you would so send those much. to us. Thank you so much. These and when were... we said we will read all of your stories that you email us, we fucking meant it. We now you know. Around. Yeah, now you know we're being we're real. We're for real. We're we're we're, yeah. real for we're real. all talk yeah. and action. For real Z's man. Yeah, yeah for man. real for real. For real for real for real. And I will say don't let this be the end of that. If you oh, guys have God, please no. This is so much fun. We don't care what stories. You can encounter Bigfoot, you can encounter aliens, you can you can have something that has never been experienced before by anyone except yourself. Yeah. Send it our way and we will do our damnedest to do it justice. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if we get significant emails yeah. every month. From you guys, we will be more than happy to release uh, whether it's alongside a topic episode or maybe uh, like a, a, a TFR news kind of episode. Yeah. Or so we'll put it along with that. If we get to uh, more than just one or two, we'll say we'll make our own like bonus episode every month if we can, or and push this out. Hey, t hey. Tell, tell us you as a listener what you would prefer, because the other option we do have is we could hold on to him once we get a significant amount, maybe similar to this count, maybe a little, maybe maybe this will be our big blowout episode where we do like a lot all at once, but that being said... Will yeah, we get but, famous? Yeah, right, no, but I, I just mean more in the sense of like, maybe we won't do one that's this long again, yeah. but maybe but maybe instead of if we get telling stories as we get them, maybe, maybe we wait until we have eight or nine in the tank and then we can yeah. do another episode. Uh, join the Facebook group and let us know what you'd like. Yes, tell the us what Facebook you prefer. The Facebook group is where it's at. 
Absolutely. Know, share, your group. share your own experiences. Share experiences of family members. If you find some cool article on Mysterious Universe like I do from time to time, share it. Just do, do it all. I mean, feel yeah. free to talk to anyone on there. I mean, they're yeah. there for Everybody's the same reason that you are. Friendly. And it's Everybody's like Matt friendly. said, like it, doesn't ha- like, it doesn't matter if it's a UFO encounter, an alien encounter, if you looked out your window and saw an alien, Ooh. or like it doesn't have to have any kind of like set. It can like, just be weird. It yeah. can just be something weird Anything that happened to you, man. Anything that's weird happened to you that you think would be interesting for us to tell, let us know. Yeah. You saw a weird fucking giant bird in the sky? Yeah. That Anything. doesn't make any sense Anything. for it to be there? Loss, fucking let us know. loss of time? Deja vu? Yeah. yeah. You name it. Something that is literally unexplainable, because that we is what we are here. We want to hear it. And, for you know, if... Uh, <laughs> if... Uh, <laughs> And maybe you don't have any stories, but maybe somebody you know does, and maybe you talk with them and get them to send in something. Uh, we're okay if you guys want, if you, if you guys don't want to be named, just say, hey, you know, I don't use my name or use a pseudonym or something like that. We're completely okay with that. We kind of did that here on a couple things. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Let us know what you'd like to go by, nickname, first name, or nothing whatever, at all. Or, yeah. or literally nothing anonymous. Yeah. Um, put in the header, you know, what kind of story you have, you know, whether it's, again, Bigfoot, alien, time you loss, can whatever. Yeah. Pictures, if you have pictures, yeah, yeah. audio yeah, if files, you guys have, if you have any audio pictures files, or EVPs or anything like that, anything. fucking send them. Yep. No, we, uh, this was a really good time, and I hope this isn't the last of these. Oh, God, yeah, this is, not. without a doubt, one of, if not my favorite episodes we've actually done in the yeah. past year. Oh, yeah, this was amazing. The, even You're just no glad you didn't have to do any research. Shut well, up. yeah, even though no one's here. <laughs> nobody knows how we would feel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even though no listeners, like, here present with us, they, I feel like I have connected with them. Yeah. Oh, no. God, absolutely. Yeah. And I love that each story was different. Like, none of them really, like, they, resonated yeah, yeah. as, like, the same kind of experience. They all had their very little unique differences. Well, and almost everybody out there has something weird that's happened to them. You know what I mean? And, that, oh, and that's, that's kind of that nice feeling when you see this and everybody's like, oh, yeah, I had this bizarre thing happen to me. Or, yeah. this and who knows? Perhaps you'll hear ours one day. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh. Maybe, like, really, 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 really soon. Maybe. Oh. But... I think that's all we have for now today. Yeah. Right? With that said, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being with us for a year now, or maybe you just found the podcast. If 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 so, then and hopefully welcome. we're here Thank, for another yeah. year. And hopefully thanks, you keep just, coming back. Thanks for being here. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, like I said, and like we said earlier, you know, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you guys so much for thank you, especially those of you that have been with us since the beginning, those that jumped on in the middle. Those that are new. Maybe this is our first episode. Yeah, if this is your first episode, welcome. welcome to the madness. Yeah, we hope you feel invited. Join the cult. Yes. And with that, we will sign off. I'm yeah. Josh. I'm Brady. I'm Matthew. And this has been The Farthest Reaches. Hey, everyone. We here at The Farthest Reaches want to say thank you. Because you, the listeners, make all of this possible. Please share our podcast with your friends, your family, or total strangers. You can find and connect with us on Facebook at The Farthest Reaches Podcast, Instagram at The Farthest Reaches, or Twitter at TFR Pod Official. There we will be posting all sorts of strange stuff and updates for upcoming episodes and whatever else we get ourselves into. If you would like to share a personal story by chance, then you can reach us at our email the farthest reaches podcast at gmail we would love to hear from you and maybe we will even tell your story to the world in the meantime though explore the elusive seek the knowledge of the obscure and together 
we can translate this strange language of reality into something that we can understand. With that said, thanks for tuning in.